0: It's time for District 4 High School Football on 95.3 KDKD between the Windsor Greyhounds and the Sherwood Marksmen. Tonight's game is taking place at Cardinal Stadium in Clinton. Let's go up to the field now and check in with Spencer Edwards and Doug Neff.
1: And a welcome to uh, Clinton, Missouri. It is kind of weird to say. Uh, Clinton, Missouri, and is the Windsor Greyhounds going to be taking on, the number two seed, and the district taking on the number seven seed. Sherwood Marksman, Doug Neff, Spencer Edwards on the call here tonight. Spencer, uh, you know, the Marksman with a one and seven um, uh, season, but, man, that can uh, just uh, tear it up and... It all starts. They they draw the blanks. It's 0-0, zero, zero, and it's a whole new season.
2: That's right. It all starts again anew tonight, and, and really the defense of the state championship really begins tonight for the Windsor Greyhounds. And obviously it, I really like to say, as you just mentioned, you throw the records out once you get to this point of the season. On paper tonight, Windsor, the number two seed in the district, obviously heavily favored, undefeated. Sherwood's only won one game, but you've got to come out here and just continue to play Windsor Greyhound football. We saw them tested last week, uh, really their closest game by far of the season. Uh, up there with St. Michael's, were really uh, lucky to win that game. It really looked like they were going to get beat in the second half, but, man, they came back, got the fourth quarter going, and and did a good job to pull it out. But uh, here tonight, you know, you just got to get ready to go early and and put this one behind you. I think if they get up 20 points, it's going to be hard for Sherwood to come back.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the other thing is, too, old friend alert. As we see Paul Carney on the sidelines right, for the yep. Sherwood Marksman, former Clinton Cardinal coach. And uh, he is uh, heading up the, uh, the Marksman uh, faithful here in uh – back to Clinton, he he knows this field, he knows this uh, turf extremely well, has got to be an advantage.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Paul was head coach here for three years at Clinton, had a lot of success uh, before he came to Clinton down at Osceola, uh, took a team down there to the state semifinals. So he, he's a coach that knows how to win games and has had a lot of district uh, games under his belt. And it's a case tonight, though, I think he's just going to probably try to block all that out, you know, knowing Paul – Veteran head coach, he doesn't really get sentimental about being back in, on this field or, or whatever the case may be. He just wants to go out and try to see his kids uh, pull off what would be a, a really a huge upset. We know that. But the reason we're here tonight, of course, we might mention, is because of the field conditions at Windsor. We've had all this rain and I think a very good move by Brad Forrest, the athletic director at Windsor, to go ahead and move the game here. you got the turf field, so you don't have to worry about any grass field condition problems.
1: And of course, the third member of our team—that is, Big Daddy himself, Clay Radford—in studio and uh, running the uh, broadcast here tonight. Glad to have him along, doing an awesome job in there. But um, you know, one of the things that we've talked about too, Jake Vinsel, going through this—this is exactly how it started last year. They ended up pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's right. And I think you just got to follow the same playbook. Uh, You were basically, though, the difference is you're not necessarily the underdog anymore. Uh, You know, you're the two-seed in the district. Skyline is still the one, which that was the same as it was last year. But you did win a state title, so everybody knows uh, this Windsor team, they're not a typical two-seed. They've got the target on their back starting tonight.
1: Absolutely. And, of course, uh, win this one. They're going to be taking on the winner of the uh, Cass Midway Adrian game next week. And uh, the week after that, if everything goes right, it'll be the championship game would be the uh, Windsor Greyhounds facing uh, uh, the guys over to skyline.
2: Yeah, I think we feel like that's probably going to be the matchup. Uh, us as broadcasters, we like to prognosticate. Uh, so unless there's a major upset somewhere in there, that pretty much is going to be who the matchup will be two weeks from now. And, of course, it would be down at skyline just like it was last year. Uh, and that, by the way, Doug, was one of the best high school games I've ever seen. Uh, down there at Skyline a year ago. It, it was just a, a phenomenal game. Windsor had to make a late game play, a goal line stand to win the game. Uh, I, I expect maybe potentially fireworks in that game as far as points this year, though, because I think Windsor can probably score a little bit more on Skyline uh, than they were able to last year. But that's, you know, two weeks away. We don't want to put the cart before the horse, so to speak. It, it just starts tonight with Sherwood, and, and Windsor's just got to focus in on that.
1: It is going to definitely be a credible game uh, to look forward to if we can get to that point. And, uh, you know, they'd like to write uh, that wrong. So we're going to take a uh, three minute timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. Everybody thinks it's
3: best to be the biggest, so they try to do all the rest.
1: Are all banks the same? Not on your life. Banks are as different as the people who work in them they're just a small town community bank. Their approach to banking is an emphasis on professional but small town friendly service. Sherwood Community Bank, member FDIC.
3: We're just decided-
4: It's hard to believe, in less than 65 days, it's already Christmas. Do you have all your shopping finished? Well, if not, be sure to mark your calendars for Saturday, November 6th for Christmas on the farm. Bring the whole family out to enjoy kettle corn, handcrafted items, food trucks, and lots of shopping. Plenty of kids' activities with a visit from Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Free admission, free parking located at 377 Northeast 500 Road in Calhoun. Find out more at facebook.com slash rusticbridges.
5: No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique.
3: Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. The
6: Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be for your livestock sales. With a large livestock auction and 35-plus employees to pre-sort and handle your cattle the correct way, Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be. Cattle sales take place every Wednesday at noon. Sign up for the weekly text alerts by texting Cattle to 313-131. That's Cattle to 313-131 to be in the loop for early consignments, stock market reports, special cattle sales, and much more. Don't forget to follow the Windsor Livestock Auction on Facebook. It's always a good time at the Windsor livestock auction okay I'll see that and raise
4: ya.
1: a gambler may understand the stakes an equipment dealer may carry a specific piece of gear over
4: years.
1: and a banker may understand loans but no one understands the very specific needs of a farmer quite like other farmers at Farmers
0: Co-op in Windsor, we're dedicated to helping you with the critical purchases that keep systems operating until you can get the harvest to market. From grain, feed, fertilizers, and fuel to marketing and financing, visit Farmers Co-op in Windsor.
1: And welcome back to Clinton, Missouri, and it is the Division Four Class One playoffs, and it is the number two seed. Windsor Greyhounds taking on the number seven seed Sherwood Marksman Doug Spencer Edwards here and Spencer, they're getting ready to of course they got introductions. Awesome field here at Clinton. Uh, they had to move it from it was supposed to be a home game at Windsor. Supposed to move it uh, because of uh, wet conditions and that being a grass turf field up there. But uh, this is exactly, like we said, this is exactly the way it started last year, and they ended up with a state championship, so can't knock it.
2: Yeah, I mean, what are the odds of that happening? I mean, you had bad weather around this time. Last year they played the first game here in districts at Cardinal Stadium. Of course, we didn't broadcast that game because last year we had the Clinton Varsity, and we were down at Mountain Grove. So I actually kind of had forgotten about that, that they played a first-round district game here last year too. So, yeah. that's just very, very strange. But you know, Windsor, if, if anybody out there, uh, what do they say? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deja on vu. That? Deja vu, or uh, you know, you're like, man, if this could happen again, just how we planned it, uh, that could be the case again this year.
1: Well, maybe that's going to be the uh, goal to get to the state championship. It started off this way last time. We, it ain't no use messing with success. As that's right, yeah. But Windsor, uh,
2: as we said, Doug, all year, they are playing really good football. It, last week was a struggle, though. I mean, they didn't have a touchdown in the first half, uh, which was, you know, first time all year. They were shut out only eight points in that first half. That score, of course, was a defensive score. But up until that point, the offense had been unstoppable. And once they got it rolling, of course, last week in the second half, uh, they they were back to Windsor as usual. But I think Windsor is going to be able to do what they normally do tonight offensively for sure.
1: Well, the thing with Windsor, and we've talked about year in all year long, is the fact that they actually take whatever you give them. If yeah. you're going to give them the run, they're going to. They're going to take it. If you're going to give them the pass, they're going to take it. And uh, they do a tremendous job. Coach Vinchel has a great game plan, and he is flexible, and I think that's one thing you have to be, especially in the state. Uh, But, man, this time they're not going to sneak up on anybody. They've got a big target on their back, and they're going to have some individuals that they beat last year that are wanting a little revenge.
2: Yeah, they're about as well-balanced of a high school team as you're going to see, uh, pure and simple. Uh, They can run the football with power. Uh, they can throw the ball to Dalton as a tailback coming out of the backfield. They can throw the ball deep. Uh, we saw him get the ball over the middle of the field on some shorter intermediate routes in that game last week. So you know, Coach Vinsel and his staff are able to run a, the kind of an offense where you feel like you can do anything, which not many high schools have that luxury of being able to say. So if Sherwood wants to stay in this game tonight in any way, they've got to find some way to get pressure because that's what we saw last week. St. Michael got pressure with four, and that really surprised me is they made uh, Dylan move around quite a bit back there at the quarterback position and really had Dylan off his game a little bit and, and that's what you've got to be able to do but as we say easier said than done you know it's not going to be something that's going to be very easy when you've got uh, to go up against the likes of Marshall Mankiti, uh Corbin Terry those guys on the O-line are very very tough to get around
1: well the other thing is too we talk about momentum in football we right. talk about momentum, momentum in sports yep. um, last week uh, the skyline going into the Crestridge game this, this week uh, had a loss to Fairgrove. This last week, it was a tremendous win for the marksman up at Saint Mi- Michael's at uh, Lee Summit. Man, I, so if you talk about momentum, the Greyhounds have got to be really flying high. And of course, uh, they're missing one of their uh, key uh, uh, linemen defensive backs. That is fifty-eight, Dusty Johnson, not going to be with them here this week.
2: Yeah, that will be a big loss. I mean, Dusty has, has had a really good season. I mean, all those guys on the defense, uh, Coleman Fowler. Uh, of course, we mentioned Terry, uh, mentioned Hess. Certainly, everybody knows Mankiti as well if you've been listening all year. Uh, you know Those are guys that are counted on. But, you know, Coach Vinsel always has the mentality, it's just next man up. And th- that's how you have to approach it. Once you get to this point in the year, everybody's dealing with injuries. There's really not a lot of teams that can say, oh, we're completely 100%. So you just have to go out and play your game and have that mentality. Like, look, you get the opportunity. Young freshman has to step in. He gets his time to shine. And I think Windsor, they know what it takes to get to the state championship this year. That's the difference. They know the process. So that's where it's a, its different this year for them, and they can go in with a full head of steam and, and full confidence.
1: Well, and it looked like uh, the marksmen won the toss. They elected to receive the opening kickoff. That means you're going to start on defense for your Greyhounds uh, here tonight. A couple new sponsors this uh, week for the game and that includes sherwood community bank glad to have them along uh with uh with sherwood and of course the great folks with christmas on the farm and uh, glad to have them here uh, on the radio we'll talk about more we'll talk more about that a little bit later on but uh well you know it is playoff time anything can happen the slates run clean doesn't matter what your record was to start it's zero zero win and go on Lose, go home here in playoffs. So it will be uh, the Greyhounds set to kick off. And it looks like the 52 for uh, Cole Cole Hess will uh, be your uh, kicker. It's that three-man who's going to
2: kick the Who wants to be the kicker, yeah. They do that (laughs) uh, on offense, too, with who wants to be the quarterback. But usually Cole kicks it off, and he does here to start the game.
1: Yes, in he kicked it deep. It is the marksman bringing it back. That is the five. He is across, across the 20. Man misses now across the 25. Gets up to about the 29. A great run back. That is the five of Connor Movis. So it's going to be first and 10 for the marksman. Ball about the 29-yard line in there, 29, uh, to start this drive. And it will be the Greyhounds on defense. We're going to see what they can do here tonight. First and 10 for the marksman. Man in the backfield, that is the 10 of Brody Mullen. Looks in, takes the snap, hands it off to the first back through. Here is nothing doing there as he gets thrown for a loss. That is the 20, 27 for the marksman. That was a good way for Marshall to start the action.
2: Very good way. And, you know, he's pretty much been unblockable all year. Uh, Most nights we see he's clearly the biggest kid on the field, Uh, you know, and so he's somebody that knows how to move guys around, uh, knows how to really get off the ball well and did that that time.
1: Lane Dahl back with that carry. Now man in motion coming across hands off to the running back and his doll once again gets up and across the 30 to the 31 for he is tripped up by the mark or by the greyhounds. Didn't get to see, I think, at the four on the stop, Seth Roberts.
2: Yeah, and Sherwood primarily a running team, Doug. You know, Paul Carney, you know, watching him over the years. He's old-fashioned. You know, he likes to run the football. You're not going to see a lot of fancy four and five wide sets. They're going to keep it pretty simple, run the ball in between the tackles. And, and that's where Windsor's front, you know, that that's not a good mix, though, because that front four, that's what they want to hear, you know. Uh, it's well, like, hey, we want the ball run right at us.
1: headlong into Marshall Mankini, 10 Incomplete, intended for Morgan Gage. And incomplete by the Marksman. they going to bring fourth down, and we're going to call it seven. Will they go in? It looks like they're going to kick.
2: Good coverage the there by
1: Gage set to kick for the Marksman.
2: Got good coverage by Dylan White on the edge there. And I think Terry actually got a hand on that ball too, tipped it up at the line of scrimmage.
1: Way out of bounds. Looks like they're going to mark that almost midfield.
2: Yeah, not a good punt there. That ball, I think that may have even been a generous spot. Was lucky to get to midfield on that, and and just a shank. Came off the side of his foot. So, Windsor, great field position to start this first series.
1: Absolutely. It's going to be first and ten for the the marksman. I'm so used to that. (laughs) For the uh, Greyhounds uh, to start, and it will be – the Witherspoon, man in motion, that is Peyton Witherspoon, handoff, he goes across to the far side, he's across the 50, the 40, he is still on his feet, the 30, the 20, the 10, he is going to go in, touchdown, Greyhounds. Awesome job, first uh, possession, the 21 of Peyton Witherspoon on a sweep around, takes it in, touchdown, makes it 6 nothing. In favor of the Greyhounds.
2: Did not take long. They spread them all out, made them think pass. They did that last week on that big run play by Dylan uh, late in the game. And just off to the races, uh, Peyton outrunning everybody there on the jet sweep.
1: And looks like they're going to go for the two-point conversion here. It is uh, looking to see in Dylan. Takes a snap. He looks down, looking for an open man. Cannot find. Clear across his body. Oh, incomplete. No good. Looking again. I think J.J. Hall was the intended receiver for that and could not haul it in, and he had to hear footsteps coming his way. So 10-13 in this first quarter. It is to nothing in favor of the Greyhounds. We're going to take a 60-second timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. KD.
6: At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds!
7: At Merrifield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription, you are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic, Merrifield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Merrifield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Merrifield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service.
1: And the kickoff is away. Picking it up at the one. It is the marksman with the ball. Brings it up and across the 25 to about the 27-yard line. Looks like that was the 25. And that was Mason Eckhoff.
2: Yeah, Sherwood's had a couple nice little returns on the kicks, but the first series couldn't do anything with that on the series. So, again, you basically have the same field position they had the last time. And – I really think it's a case tonight, Doug. Windsor's not going to really have to blitz much. I I think it's going to be nice for them to just be able to get that four-man rush.
1: And it is a handoff to 27. That is Dahl. Dahl with the ball. He comes across the 35, gets close to the first down, looking for the mark. They're going to mark it at about the 37. He is going to be there waiting for the indication. Going to say second down. About a foot to go for the uh, first for Lane Dahl. Marksman bring it back up. 25 of Leskov, Mason Leskov on that return. Now quarterback in the shotgun, Brody Mullen. Mullen hands off this time to Dahl once again. The 27 of Lane Dahl gets it up and across that first down marker. It's going to be first down for the Marksman.
2: And this Sherwood team, led by Coach Carney, they just have 18 kids on this roster, and I was kind of looking; they've only got two seniors, so they have all their starting offensive players basically are sophomores uh, across the board. So it's not a very experienced team uh, with Sherwood, and dealing with number issues. I think Sherwood they've hovered around eight man two in the past uh, years ago, but uh, you know they they typically field an 11 man team though.
1: 27 of Dahl once again carries the ball, comes across the 40 to about the 43-yard line. Going to be a gain of about three. Going to be second down, call at seven for the Marksman. Great stop by the uh, Greyhounds.
2: Yeah, this is a positive, a little series for Sherwood. Sure, Get a couple run plays just in between the tackles, trying to control that line of scrimmage, and, you know, they're – Getting a little forward push is putting a little pressure on Windsor on this series, and they've got to stay in second downs like this where you're second and seven. They've got to stay away from the second and long, third and longs.
1: Pass incomplete intended for Morgan Gage. Gaze on the outside just off the fingertips by the ten of Brady Mullen. Going to bring up a third down for the marksman. Third down and seven. What has uh, Paul Carney got to uh, dial up?
2: You know, Paul will typically throw in third-down situations. That's one area where he feels like we'll take a little bit of risk, if you will. But this is kind of a dangerous point on the field because you're still on your half, so it's going to make it a little tougher uh, for Sherwood to throw the ball, particularly to the boundary. They may try something over the middle, but it looks like they will show a passing formation.
1: And they do. And he is swallowed. He gets away, but he is swallowed up. By big number 74, bring him down. My man, Marshall Mankiti with the sack.
2: Yeah, Mullen tried to step up, and there was just no pocket to step up to, and that's just strictly because Marshall there at nose guard just overpowered his guy, and that's a a huge defensive play for Windsor to shut that down. Looked
1: like Windsor brought the ball rush and just uh, flooded that backfield with uh, Greyhounds. Great kick is away. Oh. Oh, it's fumbled. But he got to fall on it. That is the three of Dylan Witherspoon. Dylan almost gave up that ball as here come the marksman down.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was a break for Windsor because that ball you know, was sitting right there. Connor Morris had a chance to get it. I mean, he was right there, but fortunately Dylan was able to react quick enough to fall back on the football. So almost a major blunder there for Windsor.
1: First and ten. Ball on the 31-yard line for the Greyhounds. Greyhounds deep in their territory this time. Starting there, March 7.50, left to go in this first quarter. It is Dylan Witherspoon, the three, in the backfield. He looks in, takes the snap, finds the receiver to the far side. That's J.J. Hall. Hall is down after again about two. Looks like he slipped, though. Uh, nobody around him as he tried to dodge a, uh, a defender but uh, lost his footing.
2: Yeah, that was Dylan White making that catch, Doug, on that on the edge. Uh, Hall was a slot guy, so that was a far side route to him. Not much. That's good defense by Sherwood, uh, keeping everything in front, and they're going to play zone coverage again.
1: Hand off to the far side. Once again, this is Dalton. Dalton Witherspoon with the ball and a first down for the Greyhounds. Going to see where they're going to mark it. Should be about the – nope, it's going to be just short, about a yard short – at the 40-yard line.
2: Man, I'm really surprised they didn't give him that first. It looked like he had turned a corner on that. We've seen that play, Doug, all year. That's kind of the bread and butter run play they like to go to on those, and we've seen Dalton pop that for big yardage all season.
1: It is third and one for the Greyhounds. Now they look in. Witherspoon in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He hands off. This time, Dalton, Dalton with the ball. He gets across. He's got a first down and more as he gets across midfield for the first down in Marksman territory.
2: Dalton did a really good job of setting up that block. He kind of did that little hesitation move, and then, boom, you see that burst. He's got that great second burst there, Turn the corner, and that's a, a typical Dalton Witherspoon run to keep the drive going.
1: Connor Morris and Mar- Mason Leska combined on that stop to drive him out of bounds. this time it is hall the 10 or j.j hall with the ball gets up and across the 40 but not much more they're going to mark it about the 39 yard line going to be second down and call it uh call it six for the greyhounds a host of marksmen come up and made the stop now it seems like almost Windsor's almost in a hurry up offense.
2: Yeah, they're really wanting to go tempo to keep Sherwood moving. But so far, you know, Sherwood not bad on defense. You know, they're flying to the football a little bit, playing sideline to sideline.
1: It is this time Dylan. Dylan with the ball. He comes across, got the first down, and much more. He is across the 20, down to about the 18. We're going to look for the mark on it. As they come through this time. It's going to be first and ten for the Greyhounds.
2: Yeah, just that draw play, and they've used that to effectiveness all season, just end around. Nobody can get Dylan. I mean, when he's got that edge, uh, you're just not going to catch him. And you can see the speed difference on the field on that. And, and, you know, Sherwood's got to figure out that outside uh, sweep on the draw and the the handoff to stay in this game.
1: Witherspoon finds a receiver in the end zone. That is J.J. Hall just outgunned him. Could not catch up to that ball.
2: Yeah, overshot him a little bit, back half route there, and a pretty good job on the route, but just too much on the throw. That's one where Dylan's just got to lower the angle just a little bit, but he's got plenty of distance on the throw, and that's one we've seen that back half route. You know, they're running all this stuff we've seen that they've been able to use for points this year, and I wouldn't be surprised if they go back to a couple more passes even though they're deep in the red zone.
1: Second down. It is the 30 of Witherspoon. Touchdown, Greyhounds. Dalton Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Around the end, he found daylight, and in he went. Touchdown for the Greyhounds here tonight for Witherspoon. This time, two different Witherspoons. Peyton the first time, Dalton the second time. Great job. They're going to go for two. And... Looking in. Ten seconds left on the play clock. It is snap. That is the three of Dylan Witherspoon. He is in. Touchdown. Conversion is good. That makes it 14 to nothing in favor of the Greyhounds. 5.50 left to play in this first quarter. We're going to take a 60-second timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD.
8: Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the journey.
0: Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements.
1: And welcome back to Clinton, Missouri. It is Windsor High School football action on KDKD 95.3, Clinton, Missouri. Glad to have you along. A Radford communication station. It is a kick deep and into the end zone. It's going to come out to the 20. That's probably going to be the less painful way to return that ball.
2: Yeah, Windsor's kick coverage has been really good. Uh, all season and you know that was kind of an area of the game where we felt like early in the season you know Windsor had given up some yards had given up several returns and plays uh, early in games but you know I think they've got that corrected going into this playoff run I think coach Vinsel feels like his special teams are are playing really well and that's a part of the game that kind of gets overlooked you know we get caught up with how flashy the offense is and how good the defense is but the special teams kick coverage has been really good for Windsor as well.
1: It is 1st and 10 for the marksman. It is Lane Dahl again. Dahl with the ball comes up, and he is drilled by, I believe, the three. Nope, the four. Seth Roberts on the stop. Short gain on that. Looks like a gain of about one on that, Spencer.
2: Yeah, they've really started drives basically the same way. They go I-formation really first and second down plays are in between the tackles then they try to spread it out a little bit and look to pass on the third down situation so we I don't know you know coach Carney may feel like maybe we need to pass a little bit earlier in drives but he'll probably just go ahead and stick with his game plan
1: this time it is the one that is Morgan Gage gauge with the ball nowhere to go for gauge he is swallowed by the uh, far side of the uh, defensive line led by Marshall Manchini. That's
2: right. Marshall Manchini, I mean, he's been a force already in this game. We've called his name several times, so he is unblockable right now. I think you can clearly see that Windsor winning the point of attack. You know, they're controlling that line of scrimmage so far, uh, which is bad news for Sherwood.
1: And they even got another young man, Elijah McDonald, on the line. Yeah. Just as big as Man Yeah, and he's a spot uh, player. He's yeah.
2: somebody they bring off the bench. He's a, a depth chart guy and still almost as big.
1: And no gain on that by the 27. That is Lane Dahl. Parker Craig, the uh, stop on that, number 18.
2: Yeah, boy, Coach Carter, he's certainly not trying to risk anything. Boy, he's, you know. Three drives have been stopped on their half. He's saying we're punting. We're not messing around at all. So they're going to go ahead and be in punt formation, but a flag comes out.
1: That was going to go against Windsor as they jumped off sides. I believe that was Parker Craig. Yep. And it's going to be five yards. That's going to be enough for a first down.
2: Yeah, that's – Mistake there for Windsor, their first big one of the night. And we saw that last week, Doug. I mean, I feel like they made some really uncharacteristic penalties and mistakes that almost cost them that game up at Lee Summit last week. So that's something that Coach Vinsel knows. Once you get into playoff football, that just cannot happen. You can't give teams uh, an automatic first down like that when you had them stopped because they were going to punt again. It was fourth and five, but sure would owe back out there.
1: Well, Parker knew it when he did it, so handoff this time, and it's Dahl, Dahl once again with the ball across almost to the 35-yard line. Great gain of about five on that play.
2: We do not see very often, you know, the fact you've got a sophomore quarterback and your main running back is a sophomore. I mean, that just goes to show the the youth of the Sherwood team. I mean, they've got a couple sophomores up on the offensive line, as we were talking about, so, you know, the experience difference is – tremendous in this game because we know how experienced Windsor is up front.
1: And it's going to be second down, call it five. It is handoff once again to Dahl. Dahl gets close, but just shy of that first down. He's going to be about a yard short. going to bring up third down and one for the marksman.
2: And I think this clearly – you know. B- this is Paul's game plan. He just doesn't want to risk a pass on first and second down. He's going to run the ball those two downs, and I think the reason is because he doesn't want to take a risk of getting a sack or putting yourself in a third and long. He wants to stay away from those third and fifteens, so he's just going to be content to run that ball early, and this is right where they want to be. I mean, they, they got to stay in these third and shorts. Uh, this is a third and one right here, but they're still on their half of the field, well, so it gives them a little advantage Windsor being on defense.
1: They've been riding Lane Dahl all the way down. Dahl with the ball once again has got to get to the 40 and does. He comes across as he is driven out of bounds. Penalty flag comes out. Looks like that's going to go against Windsor. and Parker Craig, the 18, a little bit too much on that uh, tackle.
2: Yeah, I think uh, possibly it is going to be a late hit. I don't know that I like that call, though. I mean, there was a little bit extra, but I think – Doll was kind of reaching for the first down stick too. He kind of acted like he wasn't fully out of bounds on that. Now they're going to discuss this, so they may pick up the marker. We'll see. We'll Side ju- or the line judge threw it, so it's in the area of personal foul. Oh, his face mask. Okay, so it wasn't uh, late, it wasn't late hit. It was a face mask okay. on on Craig. Looks like. Yep.
1: Didn't see. Uh, didn't see him grab face mask. I didn't either. No. I, I've... Just a five-yard penalty, but it's going to be first down and ten for the Marksman. Yep. Ball on the 46-yard line as they come up, man in motion. It is West – or Dahl once again gets up and now driven out of bounds. That time the 21, that is Peyton Witherspoon.
2: Yeah, Dahl running the ball pretty hard right now. I mean, he's putting his head down. Uh, I think he's really seeing now he's got to try to run off tackle as opposed to right into big number 74. Uh, when he's in there. So it, it's going to be a case of I think Sherwood's going to have to open those lanes off tackle and not in those guard position because that's been their most productive plays have been off tackle runs.
1: Well, the big part of that is, too, that uh, Dahl has been the workhorse so far. You know, his legs will wear out sooner or later if you don't give him a break in there. So it is second down and four. Once again, Dahl, Dahl with the ball across the 40, 40, 40-35 as he is wrestled down at the 35-yard line. Two of them getting into it together as a flag flies this time. Wow.
2: Yeah, and that ball, Doug, popped up in the air as he was running. It came loose, and he got it back and uh, ripped off a nice run there. But, yeah, we'll have to check on the flag. It looked like some extracurricular uh, after the play there.
1: Yep, absolutely. And it is, uh, we're going to see who it's going to go against as uh, penalty flag. Don't know if it's going to be offsetting or, or what here, but uh, it was one of the marksmen and one of the greyhounds getting into it over on the field. And we'll see who it goes against. The way they're aiming, it looks like it's going to go against the marksmen.
2: Oh, it what? Well, yeah, offs- it was. Offsetting penalty. Offsetting penalties. penalty. Yeah, they must have called unsportsmanlike on both sides there. Our official tonight has given the signals away from the press box for whatever reason. Yeah. So <laughs> he's facing away from us, and he's also standing behind the huddled-up players. So it's kind of hard for us to see his signal. He needs to kind of maybe realize, hey, the press box is on this side, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Doug's waving at him like, hey, <laughs> signals need to be towards the PA and the broadcasters tonight if possible.
1: First and 10, ball on the 35-yard line. Great drive by the marksman as they are taking the 27 of Lane Dahl and working down the field, handoff to Dahl. Once again, across the 35, he gets short yardage this time. Gets to about the line of
2: scrimmage and not much more. i take that back. That's a nice play by Cole Hess. That's a really good read by Cole. Left side A gap making the stop, but... You know, this is a big drive for Sherwood they're taking some time off the clock you know this is exactly what they want to try to do to stay in a game like this you've got to keep Windsor's offense off the field and play ball control and that's what they're doing right now with this series they've taken off uh, about a two minutes off this first quarter clock
1: it is is 1:04 left to play in this first quarter loss on two on that last play man in motion coming across looks downfield has a man open it is good that is the five of connor morris as he makes the catch of the 20 it's going to move the chains first down for the marksman he gets to about the 19 before he's brought down
2: yeah big play for the marksman and you know morris a big kid i mean he's a big target out there about six four six five and you know running wide open down the field Windsor playing a little bit too soft Peyton witherspoon's got to come up and play more man-to-man once he's in the secondary like that steady stayed five yards deep and allowed just way too much room and Morris, a big tight end with a big play. So this is a big opportunity for Sherwood here at the end of the quarter.
1: Yeah, I think those kids were keying on West. Yeah. Of course, back to West now as he is brought down from behind by the four Seth Roberts. Going to be a loss of one on that as uh, Roberts was in the backfield quickly and uh, he brought down uh, Dahl. Man down on the field. Oh, looks like he just tied his shoe. That was Witherspoon. That's going to end the first quarter. Your score, 14 for the Greyhound, 0 for the Marksman. We're going to come back with uh, second quarter action, and you are listening to High School Football Action on KDKD.
5: T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Storytime is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs
1: Thank You, Clinton, Missouri. It is the Windsor Greyhounds. Second quarter action. Spencer with the call.
2: Thank you, Doug. As we get going here, over the middle screen here for the marksman, and it's caught by the tight end, and he's up over the twenty, down to the fifteen. A nice grab by the eighty-seven. Even though, well, there he is. Oh, i not think we had him on the roster, but it's Luke Maynard with a nice catch and run after the catch. Got about five yards. Takes it down to the Windsor 8. So they are threatening deep in the red zone. First and goal to go for the marksman. Yeah, we,
1: great play. And these marksmen with a great drive rolling down. Incredible as they have uh, just been rolling right on through the greyhounds.
2: Yeah, and, of course, this drive, of course, really should have been stopped going back into the first quarter, but uh, penalty on a fourth and five on Windsor and offside as Sherwood was going to punt, but that kept the drive going as they go back to the ground, Dahl with the handoff off the left side and is stacked up back near the 10-yard line. Second and goal coming up for Sherwood.
1: Looked like that was one of the wide receivers coming through. Uh, 15 of Eli uh, Chalkin. Chankin. 14
2: to nothing our score. Here in the early part of this second quarter, Windsor with two early touchdowns. They got a 7-0 very quick, 50-yard run by Peyton Witherspoon, and then Dalton came back with a 27-yard run. But right now, Sherwood threatening, and they've taken a lot of time on this drive. It's been a nine-play drive already as they go back to Dahl here, and he's hit right at the original line of scrimmage at the 10 and driven back. Oh, and the ball comes out late as we got bodies flipping over <laughs> off the pile. Dylan comes out of the pile with the ball, but they ruled him down.
1: Yeah, and he just hit that line, and there was nothing going. Yeah, he absolutely hit a wall uh, called Windsor.
2: Absolutely, and that is no gain, so all the way back to the nine where it will be third down and goal to go for Sherwood. Be an interesting play call now for Coach Carney's club as they'll set up out of the shotgun, two backs in the backfield with one wide receiver to the right. They're going to put him in motion across the formation from right to left. As they get the snap off the left side, Doll takes the handoff up the middle and tries to get the extra push, but I think he's short of the goal line. They hit him right at the two, and he actually about the three-and-a-half, so he will be well short, and it is fourth down and goal to go now.
1: Looked like he got to about the two. I thought he was going to make it in. I did too, yeah.
2: And yeah, uh, looked like he, had he just hit push. a wall. Yeah, that push evaporated i mean the old line they came in a couple guys will give you a little extra nudge and then oh it went backward pretty quick so here we go big play as sherwood will go for this fourth down and goal to go and why not i mean this is a good call i think for coach carney for sure at the windsor two mullen gets the snap back to throw rolls right throws in the end zone oh and right off the face oh. of the intended receiver oh man he was open Hit him right in the face mask, and it falls incomplete. That was Mason Leskoff, the intended receiver. Wow, and he was open, Doug. Man, that's a tough break for Sherwood. It was a
1: low pass, and that was the problem with that whole thing is he wanted to put it somewhere where only his receiver was going to get it. He did, but he he forgot to make sure the receiver got it. That's right.
2: Yeah, so, man, Sherwood, a prime opportunity. That was such a, a long drive. They take about four minutes off the clock, and an 11-play drive ends without points as Windsor now takes over. Student body right off the right side, a huge wall to run behind for Dalton Witherspoon as he's already out over the 20 to the 30 to about the 35 as he had that blocked for him up the edge, and, man, it was off to the races.
1: You know, bad part about that is they had Windsor pinned deep. Yeah. That was a great call to go on fourth, but – it was, they had him pinned deep. They could have kept him back there, maybe got a touchback or something along that lines. But Witherspoon brings it out and gives him plenty of room.
2: 29-yard run for Dalton Witherspoon. Greyhounds go back on the ground, back to Craig, and he'll pound his way over the 35 up near the 40-yard line for some more positive yards, about seven on the carry.
1: Parker Craig, the uh, young man that I refer to as the bowling ball uh, for Windsor, as he just rolls through the pins, of the uh, Sherwood defense.
2: Very nice name there. That's definitely his running style. Some running backs are just one of those runners, man. They they're just going to knock the pins over. They're not really going to follow their blockers. They're they're going to run through people. So, second down and 2. Winds are on the move here trying to add to the 14 to nothing lead. 808 left in the first half. Draw play right up the middle here goes Dylan Witherspoon breaks it free and he's gone. 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. Put it on the board. That one was a no-doubter right through the middle, about a 60-yard run for Dylan Witherspoon, and it's 20 to nothing Greyhounds.
1: That was about a 60-yard touchdown for Witherspoon, and
2: that was a keeper all the way. Yes, indeed. That was a no-doubter. You knew where it was going, right in behind the center, and the hole opened like the Red Sea right there. That was one of those running lanes that quarterbacks and running backs dream about. I think me and you, Doug, could have maybe run through well, that Well, maybe lane. you're a little faster. <laughs> well, that one was pretty wide. So, 7.58 to go here in the first half. Windsor up three touchdowns. They'll go for two as they run the option to the right. Dylan pitches to yep. Dalton, and he is in there for the two-pointer. So, good quick response for Windsor. They start on the two-yard line, and in three plays, they're in the end zone at the other end, and it's 22 to nothing Greyhounds as the defending state champs pushing it out. 7.58 to go. Before the half, we'll take a 60 second timeout back right after this.
3: Gary's towing,
1: we go the Extra mile with a helpful smile.
2: At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance
9: of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24 7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885 HELP. That's 885
10: 4357. At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters.
2: Spencer Edwards, Doug Neff, back with you here at Cardinal Stadium. Clayton Radford, our studio producer, as we get back to action with the kick. Marksman with the return off the left side. Morris over the 30 to the 37 on the kick return after the Greyhounds add more to the lead at 22-zip. 60-yard run for Dylan Witherspoon. Two-pointer was good. So all three Witherspoons, Doug, have scored touchdowns in the game. Peyton, Dalton, and Dylan have accounted for all the points. So as you would say, that is a lot of spoon-feeding That's right spoon-feeding right there. That's spoon exactly right. right there. So Sherwood's got to be thinking, man, what just hit us? You know, we had that pretty good drive, moved it down the field, and then had a shot at a touchdown, and they're probably thinking it could be 14-7 right now. But the tables have turned, and now the marksmen back on offense, first down and 10 as they start from their own 36. Mullen hands off to Dahl. Up the middle, and he's hit right at the line and driven back. As Cole Hess having none of that there in the middle. Corbin Terry in there as well
1: with you know, the it tackle. Like Coach Vincent was like, "You know that worked the last time. Uh, we're looking for it this time." Right,
2: exactly. Yeah, we're we're not letting that happen again, and we're going to take the middle and, as you say, turn it into a wall, and prevent anything around the nose guard. So second and ten here for the marksman. 7.26 left and a half.
1: Mankini and McDonald are both out there at the same time, and that is a wall right there in the center of that line.
2: Oh, yeah, no doubt. McDonald, I think he's just a freshman, isn't he? Now junior, but he's one of those players that he can fill in. He's a good second player for depth and has very good size. As Dull and Mullen run into each other here in the backfield, Mullen goes down, so it'll go for a sack, as they never could get the exchange. That was just too close together and couldn't get the handoff.
1: Yeah, they uh, they took up the same area, and I don't think either one was expecting the other one to be there.
2: No, yeah, that was just a little miscommunication for the marksman. So that is a loss of three, makes it third down and 13 for Sherwood, back at their own 34.
1: Actually, I think they were trying to give the 27 of Dahl a little bit of a rest on that. He was on the sideline. He was, yeah, and that and was the s- second happened, string
2: I back, think. too. Yeah, yeah, that was miscommunication with the second string. So that will set up the third and long. As they go out of the shotgun, Mullen with two wide receivers in the set. Has the snap, little dump-off pass out in the flat near side. It is caught and turning it up over the 35 near the 40. Getting a few there is Morgan Gage, but still going to be well short of the first down.
1: Yeah, he's definitely going to be uh, a little bit short as it was Witherspoon, whether it was Dalton or Dillon. One of them got a hold of him and threw him out of bounds.
2: Dalton covering a lot of ground on that play to make the stop. So that brings up fourth down and eight and Sherwood will punt for the third time tonight here from their own 39. Low snap. Punt is away from Gage, and it's a good punt as he gets it by Dylan Witherspoon. Dylan's got to go all the way back, fields it in the end zone on the run and brings it out of the end zone. Gets to the 15, angles back to the left to the 20, breaks out of the tackle to the 30. Oh, and gets popped up at the 31. That's a nice tackle by Dull. Comes out of nowhere to hit him, but, man, what a crazy play with Dylan that's confidence right there, Doug Neff. That's like, I am i don't care. I'm going to backpedal, go get it, and bring it out and show my speed off. And I was would. able to get 20 out of it.
1: I believe Spence ought to have be been encouraged to go get it get yeah. it get
2: it. Just let it go on that. But, yeah, that was a pretty good punt. And I think Dylan kind of thought it was going to be short, came up to field it, misjudged it a little bit, and it snuck past him. But still is able to get it out to the 30. So pretty good field position for the Greyhounds. Already up three touchdowns, trying to get some more here. Plenty of time before the half as Dylan goes for it all, airs it out deep down the left side, up for Dalton, and it's incomplete as he tried to climb the ladder to bring that down, but it falls incomplete.
1: You know, that's a catch that Dalton normally was going to make, but he was well covered. He had two defenders on him, but he went up. He had both hands on that ball, could not come down with a catch.
2: Very good effort, and that was pretty good coverage too on the edge by the Marchman corner on the play as Eli Chalkin went up for it as well, but that was a one-on-one play, and as we've seen this year, Doug, that's a play uh, Dalton is very good at making and almost had a circus catch there, so second and ten for Windsor from their own 31. They put Parker Craig in motion. They're going to give it on the jet, around the edge. Oh, and J.J. Hall is thrown down. A powerful tackle out there as dull, boy, he picked him up off the ground a little bit and put him down.
1: Logan Farrell also involved 21 in on that stop for the marksman. But, yeah, J.J. Hall brought down way behind the
2: line. Yeah, that is a big loss of six. So that makes it third down and 16. So Windsor all of a sudden going backwards on this drive, 524 left before the half as they get the play in over there from Coach Bensel, his staff, check the wristbands and get the set. So four wide receivers. They're going to motion Craig from left to right out of the slot on the left side. Has taken the snap. Dylan rolls back to his right under pressure, gets rid of it, finds Craig out in the flat at the 35. Uh-huh. He gets to the 40, and I think he's got the first down as he gets to the 42.
1: Yep, they got enough for a first down. They moved the chains, but boy, it was right on the right in the line. He knew where he had to get to, Spencer.
2: Absolutely, that was a great job by Craig, knowing where that stick was, showed the awareness. And what a play by Dylan, rolled out of that pressure. He was under duress, two defenders on his back, got rid of it just in time. And they move the sticks. And that's the kind of offense Windsor has. They've just got that ability. You know, you put them in a third and six, you feel good about that as a defense, and then they're still able to convert on you. So first and ten at the 41. Out of the shotgun taking to snap, Dylan going to hand to Dalton up the middle. And he's forward for maybe four up to the 46.
1: Yeah, he uh, tried to get through that center, that follow that A gap and right on through, and uh, got a great run. Get him him second down and five for the uh, Greyhounds, and a great stop. Not much you can do with Dylan Witherspoon as he gets going, and uh, they stopped him pretty pretty well.
2: Coming up on four minutes left here at the half. This, of course, first-round action here in Class 1, District 4. The winner will get the winner of Adrian and Cass Midway. If Windsor wins tonight, that would be at Windsor next week, so we'll be talking about that at halftime as well. As Dylan Witherspoon here on the keeper gets around the corner into Sherwood territory. He's up over the 45, over the 40, down to about the Sherwood 37 with a first down run of 20 to move the sticks.
1: Witherspoon trying to stay low on that sideline and go around hoping nobody would see him, trying to follow the blocks. And one of the defenders for the marksman found him and tried to take that ball away from him in bounds.
2: First down to 10, Windsor going back to the tempo as well. Hand off here around the left side to Dalton, cuts it back in at the 35 to the 30. Still on his feet, spins out of a tackle. Oh, there was a face mask that they didn't call, and he's still pushing as he's down to the 25. So he gets a nice run there of 15 to move the chains.
1: Man, we are up here in the press booth, and everybody is excited. Witherspoon. Yeah, and there was. And it a looks like a flag on the play. Well, no, I, there should have been, because I, oh. I was just saying
2: it looked like Dalton had his face mask pulled, but they didn't call it on that. But yeah, that was a great run. Just kept the, the feet pumping. A very good balance. Not too many guys in the state of Missouri have the balance at running back that Dalton Witherspoon has. So first and 10. Winds are threatening here from the Sherwood 25 as they dump it out in the flat to the right. Caught by Peyton, turns the corner. Over the 20 to the 15, and he'll be up near another first down. Looks like he'll have it. Takes it all the way to the Sherwood 11.
1: It is going to be, yep, and they're going to move the chains. Now the nice thing with this, though, Spence, is they can get a first down before they get a touchdown.
2: And Sherwood playing soft on defense, and really Windsor just taking what the defense giving them. And, you know, Sherwood, you're so worried about giving up the deep ball that you play, you know, five, six guys deep, and then Windsor's got the speed, though, to just gouge you in those intermediate routes. So we get a timeout called here by Windsor. Coach is going to talk it over. 3.08 to go here in the first half, and Windsor on top here in this first round matchup, 22 to nothing. We'll take a 60-second timeout back after this here on KDKD.
6: At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the Boys Downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the Boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds!
10: At the heart of Central Missouri Community Credit Union is its love and involvement in the community. Whether you need an auto loan to get you back on the road, or you're a student just paving your road to financial success, CMCCU is there for you no matter your needs. With locations in Warrensburg, Sedalia, and Richmond, banking has never been easier. By taking advantage of CMCCU's full service financial institution, you save time and money so you can focus on what truly matters.
8: Hello, boys, for your very own, Linda.
10: touchdown
2: welcome back here as Doug says a touchdown right out of the timeout Dalton Witherspoon on a toss sweep takes it around the left side and he is in for his second rushing touchdown of the ball game as they dial it up around the edge and they had it well blocked as usual and it's now a 28 to nothing lead for the Greyhounds with 259 left before the half as they break that huddle quick going to go for two again and they are perfect on the two-point conversion so far I hope I didn't just jinx him here. Uh, I hope I didn't jinx him as they set up out of the swinging gate, and it's a high snap back to Dylan. rolls back and picks it up at the 15. Now rolls right, throws it into the end zone, and it's incomplete. And I jinxed him right on cue, (laughs) right on cue. So that keeps it at 28 to nothing. Windsor in command with 259 left before the half. We'll take it back 30, back with a kick right after this. The
6: Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be for your livestock sales. With a large livestock auction and 35-plus employees to pre-sort and handle your cattle the correct way, Windsor Livestock Auction is the place to be. Cattle sales take place every Wednesday at noon. Sign up for the weekly text alerts by texting Cattle to 313-131. That's Cattle to 313-131 to be in the loop for early consignments, stock market reports, special cattle sales, and much more. Don't forget to follow the Windsor Livestock Auction on Facebook. It's always a good time at the Windsor Livestock Auction.
2: Spencer Edwards, Doug Neff, back with you from Cardinal Stadium in Clinton tonight. Very chilly, kind of a bitter evening here. A lot of rain in the west central Missouri area the last couple days. That's why we're here, of course. Windsor electing to move the game here for the nice uh, sprint turf surface that they have here at Cardinal Stadium. And Windsor getting ready to defend the district title and wanting bigger things, trying to defend the state title as well. And they are well on their way in this first-round matchup, leading it 28 to nothing, as the Witherspoons have accounted for all the touchdowns tonight so far. Dalton with two, Peyton with one.
1: Yeah, you're one behind there. And, yeah, I
2: haven't put that. They scored so fast. I haven't got that other one up just yet. And they've all been on the ground, haven't had a passing touchdown as of yet and that of course the first score for Windsor in the second quarter as well so the Greyhounds ready to kick off from the 40 nice kick as it drives the return man back to the 15 yard line coming up the middle of the field this will be Leskoff turns the corner over the 30 up to the 35 it looks like so pretty good return for the Marchman
1: Mason Leskoff
2: On the return. Yeah, Leskoff return of 20. And Sherwood, still a little bit of time to work with. They've got three timeouts in their pocket, 2.52 left before halftime. So glad you could be with us here on this cool evening. Clay Radford back at the studios tonight. And uh, next week should be back at uh, David Powell Memorial Field, unless we get another uh, (laughs) deluge of rain this week. As here's the handoff to Dahl, hurdles a man at the wow. 35 and gets to the 40. So nice athletic run there for Dahl, who's had well over half of the carries tonight for Sherwood on offense. Sherwood's just Dylan, attempted four passes in the game.
1: Dylan Witherspoon, and he uh, it was a hurdle by Dahl, and he hurtled one defender as he came down. Witherspoon met him, and he put him down.
2: Brings up second and five for Sherwood. Sherwood team coming in one and seven on the year. They play in the Ozark Highlands Conference, which is a, a class two league primarily. They are the smallest school in that conference as they throw out in the flat here, and it is caught on the near side. That's a nice grab there by Logan Farrell. He's up near the first down. He'll be maybe three yards short, it looks like, up to the forty three. So two of five passing in the game for Brady Mullen, the sophomore quarterback. For sure would. We'll see what Coach Carney wants to go with here on third and short. And really, Doug, they've stayed away from just third and forevers. You know, yeah. they've they've put themselves in third and manageable situations, but they just haven't been able to convert. They've had one good series that almost ended in a touchdown. As they go back on the ground here to Dull, and he is stuffed well short of the marker as they're going to put him down right at, the, I think, maybe the original line of scrimmage. So no gain for Lane Dull, and that brings up fourth and three.
1: Look like the 53 involved with that Joe Wallert and uh, – or Wallet, I should say, and on that stop for the marksman or for the Greyhounds. So Caleb it's going to bring it. a fourth down. Yep. I guess you don't have any choice right now. You yeah, go it.
2: It, you know, it's tough. You're down big and, you know, it's like you you almost have nothing to lose. So I, I don't fault Coach Carney at all for going for this. Fourth and three at their own 43 but it is risky because uh, Windsor could get it right back, add more right before the half, and this is going nowhere. It'll be a loss as they hand off to Dahl, but Dalton Witherspoon having none of it as he brings him down well behind the line of scrimmage. So second time tonight, Sherwood tried to go for it on fourth down and didn't get it, and Windsor will get it right back here with well, still Spencer, 126 the on the clock. Too,
1: It was the 27 of Lane Dahl on that carry, and, uh, man, they had that sniffed out. They were waiting for that to come across.
2: So, the Greyhounds take over with uh, two timeouts left. So, plenty of time to add another one here before the half as they'll spread this out. And this feels like they're going to take a shot down the field. But watch Dylan on this. This is the empty set they ran last week where Dylan kept it. Five wide, empty backfield. They roll Dylan out, airs it out deep right side. Oh, Oh, and it hits the Sherwood defender right in the back as he was looking for Tolton in the end zone. And, well, I guess that's one way for coverage. Uh, just deflect it with your back. There, Morgan Gage never turned around, but he also he didn't interfere with Dalton, so it's no. a good no call. So he,
1: he had his hands in the air yeah. and, and <laughs> he just running with the with yeah. the hall and, and and it hit him right in the back of the head. Yeah,
2: yeah. And there was no contact, so it's good no call by the official. It wasn't pass interference. The ball just was a little bit too low. So second and ten at the thirty-eight for Windsor. They go to the air again on the empty set. As Dylan pitches it out to Dalton, short screen right side turns it up the right sideline. He's over the 20 to the 15, and he's run out at about the 10.
1: Looking to see who forced him out. Looks like it is the five of Connor Morris. Saved a uh, definitely saved a touchdown on that.
2: Be a gain of 35 and a first down. So Windsor. Now into the red zone. It'll be first down and 10. They've got to get the four yard line for the first down. So not quite goal to go just yet. Ball on the Sherwood 13. 109 left before the half. Three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Out of the shotgun, Dylan has the snap. Pitches it out in the flat to Craig on the left side. Shakes out of a tackle at the 10 to the 5 and touchdown. dives in there for another touchdown.
1: So he had two players. defenders, the 74 and the 5, on his back carrying him across. Connor Morse and the 74, and I don't have the 74. It must be 77 from Wyatt Wells, and uh, just took him in the end zone with him.
2: First passing touchdown of the evening for the Greyhounds makes it 34 to nothing as that one set up off of the stop on the fourth down. Where Sherwood elected to go for it on a fourth and three from their own 43. Didn't work out, and three plays later, Windsor gets another one on the board. So they'll go for two here again, miss the last one. They line up, direct snap to Dalton. He hands it back, counter-trap to Peyton, and he is Peyton. in there. Yep.
1: Great job by Peyton Witherspoon and the Greyhounds as they just followed the blockers right on in.
2: Make it look pretty easy, don't they? <laughs> 30, 36 to nothing with one minute left to go before the half. We'll take a 60-second break. Back with a kick right after this on KDKD.
1: Gary's towing. Go the extra mile with a helpful smile.
9: At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357. The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the
5: public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Storytime is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10 30 a.m. Beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs
2: welcome back as we go to the kick after the Windsor touchdown right here before the end of the half it's Morris on the return for Sherwood he's got a nice return over the 35 to the 40 but a flag is out and this one may be coming back may have a block in the back possibly on the marksman
1: yep boys are pointing uh, towards Sherwood uh, side so we'll see what
2: that comes out and Windsor's lit up the scoreboard here, had three touchdowns in the first quarter and two here in quarter number two. And that will be a block in the back on Sherwood. We'll bring it back to the 22-yard line with 52.4 left on the first half clock.
1: 52 seconds left to play, and so what do you do? I mean... They've been running, and they've been running with success, but they really don't have a passing game that they've shown so far. Yeah, just six
2: attempts in the game, and they've only completed two passes, and they've been running mainly early in the drives and then trying to throw late. But at last fourth down, I was kind of surprised they didn't throw on that fourth and three. But they will pass here on first down. as Mullen back to pass with time? Uh And, oh, he overshoots the intended receiver. Had a guy open but put way too much on the throw as he had the 87 of Maynard. Yeah, he just put – Put that one a little bit too high.
1: You know, Spencer, and he's a big target out there too. And uh, if that would have been up, I mean, it might not have been a touchdown, but he would have been in uh, in Mark or in Greyhound territory.
2: Yeah, the Marksmen—they've got some size with their receivers. I mean, Morris and Morgan Gage and Maynard are all three pretty big kids, but uh, they just haven't been able to connect in the passing game consistently and finish drives off. So, second and ten from the twenty-two, they go back on the ground. Here goes Doll up the middle. To the 30, to the 36, and that'll be a gain of 15 and a first down. Clock will stop to set the chains. Sherwood still with three timeouts. Now they'll roll that clock, so Sherwood hurries up to the line. 34 seconds and counting, and trying to get the man set on the right side. That'll be the receiver, Farrell. They get him lined up. Game clock down to 26. Got plenty of time on the play clock at 20 as he gets the snap. Mullen gets his. He throws, and it's incomplete. That was almost a pick for Seth Roberts. And that would have gone back the other way there. He, he had all kinds of green turf in front of him.
1: Well, big pressure coming from the Greyhounds. Oh, yeah. And uh, was that he had to gave that ball a little earlier than what he run to going to uh, Dahl.
2: Was that your guy on the pressure? Was that or uh, I don't know if it was
1: Mankini or, or not. It, I think it was that 59 I think it was, or uh, Yeah,
2: I believe you're right. I think that was uh, Terry on that hit, boy, he hit him right as he threw it, which are always the worst situations for quarterbacks. You never know where that ball is going after you get hit like that, and that ball comes out of the hand. So Mullen with the snap here on 2nd and 10 with 16 seconds in the half, and he fires a nice pass over the middle. It's caught for a first down. That's to the big tight end, Morris. That'll move the chains. Clock will stop to set him down with 12.9 in the half, and they'll take a timeout here as well. So good move by Coach Carney. To take a time out, as we'll go ahead and keep it here.
1: Well, hey, I'll tell you what, Spence, as we got the opportunity, we'd like to thank some of our new sponsors uh, coming to us right here, Sherwood Community Bank. Glad to have them along for all your banking needs. It is Sherwood Community Bank. Also, Christmas on the Farm. And don't forget, that's going to be Saturday, November 6th. And uh, check that out, Christmas on the farm. Bring the family and enjoy a day on the farm. Special guest, Mr. and Mrs. Claus. That's from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And mo- moment captured by Kelly Griffey Photography. Bouncy house, face paint, kids crafts, cupcakes, cookies, cornhole, axe throwing. That's right up your alley right there. Uh, kettle corn, food trucks, and lots of shopping. Handcrafted items, vintage decor and boutique. Clothing and... A local honey woodworking soaps and candles, so update it, check it all out. That is Christmas on the Farm, and we're glad to have them as one of our sponsors.
2: Man, already thinking about Christmas. Isn't that hard to believe? It's uh, right around the corner. So first down and 10, Sherwood using that timeout. they got one left here. They'll take the snap out of the gun with four wide. They're going to take a shot down the field. Oh. oh, and it should have been picked as Dylan White. It hit him right in the hands, and he's wanting that one back as he slaps his hands in frustration on that, well, that was tailor-made for him, thrown right at him. and Just couldn't secure it. And that's the thing, on a cold night like this, Doug, it's hard. that you know, football's hard to grasp, even with gloves on.
1: Absolutely. The ball's hard, it's slick, and it goes, you're not expecting it, and it hits you, of all places, right in the hands. You know, any place else, they probably, he probably could have caught that.
2: And that does give him a little extra time. Eight seconds on the clock here before halftime. It'll be second and ten for Sherwood from the Windsor 43. Mullen drifts back. Dumps it off out in the flat left side, caught by Dahl. ships out of one tackle, gets to the forty and to the thirty-eight, and they'll bring him down in bounds, and that will end the half. So a good tackle by Peyton Witherspoon to bring him down in bounds. So that takes us to halftime, and it is all Windsor here in half one of our first-round district matchup, thirty-six to nothing, as the second-seeded Greyhounds lead the seventh-seeded Marksman big after one half. We'll take a two-minute break. Back
4: with our halftime coverage right after this. It's hard to believe, in less than 65 days, it's already Christmas. Do you have all your shopping finished? Well, if not, be sure to mark your calendars for Saturday, November 6th for Christmas on the farm. Bring the whole family out to enjoy kettle corn, handcrafted items, food trucks, and lots of shopping. Plenty of kids' activities with a visit from Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Free admission, free parking located at 377 Northeast 500 Road in Calhoun. Find out more at facebook.com slash rusticbridges.
8: Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the drive. Bye.
5: No matter your creative jam, Jody, Melanie, and Kiera at Jams Creations and Boutique in Windsor has just what you need. When you walk into their boutique at 110 South Main Street, the air is filled with sweet aromas from their homemade candles, soaps, body lotions, sprays, and even body wash. This cute little boutique has a little bit of everything for anyone, including custom vinyl shirts, shorts, and leggings. You can also get custom Windsor Greyhound apparel at Jams Creations and Boutique at a great price. Shop local and show that Windsor Greyhound pride with Jams Creations and Boutique.
0: Just as your local State Farm agent combines good neighbor service with surprising great rates, you can combine home and auto. And guess what you'll get? That's right, good neighbor service and surprising great rates. In fact, State Farm agent Greg Franken is your go-to agent for the service you deserve at the price you want. So try combining home and auto today. State Farm agent Greg Franken will help you mix and match things perfectly. Call 660-647-2150 for surprising great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements.
1: And welcome back to, you know, I would say welcome back to Clinton, Missouri and Clinton High School, but it is Windsor playoff. And round number one, it is the Windsor Greyhounds, 36, the Sherwood Marksman nothing. And, uh, man, it is exactly kind of what we thought it was going to be, Spence.
2: Yeah, so far it is. And, uh, you know, Windsor really established things early. Got up 7 to nothing with about a minute into the game, started things off with a 50-yard touchdown run. Peyton Witherspoon around the left side, uh, so, about a minute in, 7 0 Windsor as the uh, two point conversion actually was no good on that. And then they came right back, second drive of the first quarter. After getting a big stop, they get a 27 yard run from Dalton Witherspoon around the right side on a toss sweep. Uh, That two-point conversion was good, and that made it a 14-0 Windsor advantage. And then the final touchdown in the first quarter, a 60-yard touchdown run by Dylan Witherspoon right up the middle on a quarterback draw. That was his 20th touchdown of the season, and he uh, just took it the distance. I mean, the speed on that was unbelievable. Two-point conversion was good off of that one on a run from Dalton Witherspoon. And so at the end of the first quarter, Windsor is on top, 22 to nothing, and then in the second quarter they get a 27-yard run from Dalton Witherspoon around the left side. A two-point conversion, good, and then they get the 20-yard pass to Parker Craig to end the second quarter uh, on the next drive. Uh, a little dump-off play. Parker took it around the left corner and followed his blockers perfectly. Two-point conversion on that was uh, no good, and that's where we're at here at the break, Doug, 36 to nothing. Sherwood's only threatened one time. They had that one drive where they marched it down, uh, got it to the Windsor three, rolled out, threw it in the end zone, ball hit the receiver right in the hands and couldn't secure it. Uh, and that was a drive that really was a good one for them. It took off a lot of time. It was a 10-play drive, but they just couldn't get the points out of it. So that's the closest they have been. Everything else, they've been on their half of the field. They didn't get the ball into Windsor territory at all in the second. Well, I shouldn't say that. They did actually right there before the end of the half, but that was the only time in the second quarter they crossed midfield into the Windsor half.
1: Well, the other thing is, too, and uh, the marksmen have got to keep their head up high because, A, you've got two seniors on the field and playing. right. And B, uh, you got the fact that uh, these they've done a great job. It's a young team. You're going to have a lot coming back for next year. Uh, Coach Carney doing a tremendous job with the marksman, and so uh, it's it's just incredible. I'm I'm kind of looking forward that I think they're going to be a, a team to be reckoned with uh, next uh, next season.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Paul is a guy that he knows how to build programs up. You know, and he's been in Osceola. He had to build that program up. You know, things didn't work out at Clinton. But, you know, that's another deal. But the thing is, though, for Paul, he's got to be able to understand, look, I've got a good young group of kids. You've got a bunch of sophomores playing varsity. Yep. I don't know that I've seen at the varsity level, even at Class 1 with this many sophomores uh, in the lineup, and two of them are your main players. So it's a young team, uh, not a very many kids. I know he's probably going to want to get those numbers up next year, maybe a little bit, to give you a little more depth. But that's easier said than done. But, but yeah, I, I think Paul, if he's there for the long term, uh he'll, he'll build that up. I mean, he'll, he'll make it a competitive program, uh, I think, in the future.
1: Well, you know, the biggest problem, honestly, is the fact that you got to put 11 guys on the field right. at any time. Right. And he has probably a total of 15, 16 players that um, total. And so he's got very little to substitute uh, with. And they have been trying to run, um, literally, Lane Doll and run him through, and he's done a tremendous job, but he has got to be tired.
2: Right, and that's the thing most high school teams and really class one teams run into. You just don't have the luxury of depth, you know, and and you've got 11 guys on the field, and you've got maybe two or three guys that you can rotate in, but everybody else, you're playing both ways. So, you know, Windsor is the rare exception to that at the class one level. They've got kids that they can sub in. You know, they can put in three new defensive linemen if they want to or put in two new receivers. If they want to. So that's not abnormal for right. Sherwood to, to have, you know, not very few kids that are able to play and fill spots on the varsity level. When you've got 18 kids, you just don't have that much margin for error. But the, the good part of it is you've got most of these are sophomores in this group. So, you know, you're going to have them for two more years and, and that'll be a positive.
1: Well, and the kids have got to be uh, having a great time. What a tremendous field here at uh, Clinton, and they're playing on turf. And the other thing is, too, you're you're playing against the defending 1A state champions right. from last year.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing with the score in this game. I mean, nothing to hang your head about with Sherwood because it's just it's been this way for teams all year. Uh, that have played uh, Windsor, with the exception of last week. You know, uh, they got down for the first time the whole season up at St. Michael, had them down 13-8. But, yeah, it's tough. I mean, Windsor just, they can score from anywhere on the field. They've got depth. They've got speed. uh, They've got experience. So they've got the three big things you look for in state championship teams, and it's just not easy uh, for teams like Sherwood that are younger, not quite as fast, uh, not quite as strong. To be in games like this, but you know, Coach Carney, I know he's in the locker room saying, "Just let's just come out and play hard. That's all I ask. Yeah. You know, that's what most coaches will say. Let's just not worry about the score. We're we're not coming back in this game. But you just got to go out, show me that fortitude, if you will, show me the guts, show me the determination, uh, and just keep playing hard because I want to see that for next year. Because he'll say, "You guys are going to be juniors next year, and I expect you to, you know, take that next step." so that's something next year where i think he knows this team could be uh, you don't want to say a factor because that is a tougher football league you know the ozark highlands with butler and buffalo and warsaw that's a good league so it's not gonna be easy but you know that they could move up a little bit maybe you get to two or three maybe five wins next year which would be a big improvement
1: well you know um we always get a chance to talk to brad force our athletic director at uh, windsor high school and uh he is here tonight, so we're going to take that opportunity. I'm, I'm going to move you there for just a second, and uh, we'll be going here. Of course, you are listening to High School Football Action on 95.3 KDKD, Clinton, Missouri, a Radford communication station. And with us, Brad And Brad, you know, you got to be proud. You can smell the success in the air. You guys, this is how it started last year. You got that big ring out of that. You need one for the other side.
11: Yeah, balance me out a little bit. I mean, wouldn't we'll be <laughs> walking around dragging it everywhere, huh? So, yeah, it's, I was talking to Coach Vintzel yesterday when we decided to move this ball game. I was like, this week looks exactly like week 10 last year. We got a bunch of rain midway through the week, later in the week. Of course, it didn't stop raining here till, or Windsor till noon or something yep. like that. Uh, and then it, when I come back over here at 4 o'clock, it was still raining in Windsor, spitting around a little bit. So, uh, we're looking out for player safety this week. Player safety. Uh, everybody involved. It'd just be uh, muddy on the sidelines, tear up our field, and uh, we thought it'd be better off for everybody involved to try to try to get that to a new location. And Clinton was gracious enough to host us, uh, just like they were last year. So we greatly appreciate that. They got right. a nice facility here. So,
1: so you think uh, it'll be back uh, and home next week, or is we still
11: have that possibility? Right now, we're planning on going home and and and, and facing the next opponent at home. Uh, no plans to move it. Of course, I didn't have any plans to move this one until later this week, so kind of got it all together yesterday morning and got it taken care of. And uh, As of right now, the plans are to be at home. I think we're supposed to dry out maybe a little bit next week, which will help us out yeah. tremendously.
1: Well, it is definitely football weather. you got to be uh, good for it. It's chilly out. It's got a little crisp in the air. And, uh, man, you guys are just doing your thing, 36 to nothing at halftime uh, here for uh, – game number one of uh, your march back to state
11: you know we, we got some injuries and some players out and some players going this week for FFA and various things and our kids are our kids are responding and handling it pretty well so and uh, a little feels like late fall more than it feels like in of October of course <laughs> Halloween's coming up so I remember as a kid growing up Halloween was all is either snowing or sleeting or some combination of it when I was growing up so we're right, it's right around the corner, so what else do you expect?
1: Well, anything else going on? Of course, we're talking about football. and Football taking center stage at Windsor High School, but um, what else is going on with the athletic and activities? Right, got uh, high, in school,
11: high school girls and boys basketball practice starts Monday, so we're we're getting into the winter season pretty quick, you know. But you know, we got a lot of boys that play basketball uh, or that play football that play basketball. So Coach Scott's going to be struggling here until football's over with to, for, for practices and. You know, last year I had to move several basketball boys' basketball games because of our run in the playoffs, and I, I, I'd love to do it again. Well, it uh, creates a lot of extra work for me, but, hey, it's worth it.
1: I know your counterpart on the other side has got a, a busy weekend, of course, the football game here with you, and uh, they sent some girls off there in the final four of the uh, softball uh, state tournament. So um, – Clinton is marksman, marksman, marksman
11: oh yeah I did see that I did see that yep. on Facebook or I saw it somewhere so congratulations to them that's pretty cool uh, it's not some you know enjoy it while you're there because it, it goes by pretty quick and, and makes some memories and enjoy it so congrats to them.
1: Always had a tremendous softball team at Sherwood, and uh, they're showing that they got a, a young lady who is a tremendous pitcher, and she has been doing great guns for them. And the whole team's been behind them, and they are in the final four of uh, semifinals for state championship.
11: Good for them. Maybe they can get one for them. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's it's it's, it's a it's a euphoric feeling, that's for sure. And uh, you know, you'd like to think they'd come around more often than they do, but they don't. You know, so you can't take anything for granted. Enjoy your time soak it up and and make the most of it
1: well you got fall sports or uh coming right around winter sports getting ready to come right on we were talking about basketball and so forth and uh you just got you got a lot going on at windsor don't oh you? yeah
11: we do we do you know and we got we got a lot of kids that participate in activities uh, across the board whether it be speech or band or or whatever it is not just just not just athletics and um uh, you know, the, the stats show those kids that are involved in multiple or that are involved in activities, extracurricular activities, uh, do a better job in, in education and do a better job in ed, in, in the classroom. And uh, for all you young kids out there, get involved uh, get involved in your activity. Doesn't matter what it is. Uh, you know, <laughs> as an athletic <laughs> excuse me <laughs> Got choked up on me for some reason. You know, as a as a parent of two five year old boys and. When they were born I had some people joking with me about them being you know that they're going to be athletes and you know I if, if, if they don't ever play a, if they don't ever play a sport but they they want to do something else that's perfectly fine with me I'm yeah. not going to force it on them uh, if, it, it, I don't see them not playing sports I mean they, they love going to basketball games they love going to volleyball games they love they love watching football so uh, they love coming to my baseball games in the spring and uh I don't, I don't know if they're i don't know if they're gonna have much of a choice but uh they, they may hate it by that point in time and that's perfectly fine so.
1: well you know they may end up being your student announcers too so you know take <laughs> yeah. uh spencer and i's yeah. job on the radio
11: my, my mother-in-law jokes that uh i can't wait to see them playing baseball for their daddy see how well that one turns out but <laughs> it, 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 it'll be entertaining it'd be awesome to be able to coach my own kids and you know, I have to remember at the end of the day, they are my kids, and I, I need to treat them the same as every other kid. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be fun if that happens.
1: Well, Brad, we appreciate you coming and talking to us. I know you got a you got a busy night, and so far it's going all Windsor's way. But, uh, man, I'll tell you, you can turn at any time. This is a great young marksman team.
11: You know, they do some things well. They're running back. he's He gets after it. Yeah. Was it 27? Yep. He gets after it. He does a good job. He runs hard. and. He's quick, and he's kind of elusive, so uh, what grade's he in? Do you got that right off uh, the right? I
1: do, as a matter of fact. He is a sophomore.
11: Yeah, he's he, he going to be he gonna be a load here in the next couple of years. He keeps getting better.
1: Oh, absolutely. Only two seniors on this whole team.
11: Yeah, yeah. Well, we were like that a few years ago. Yeah. And it, it paid off for us. Absolutely. We had more seniors than that, but we had a young, good group, so. And it's really paid off for us. I remember that
1: for sure. Well, Brad, I appreciate it, man. And uh, I know you get get back for a clock over there. So. Multiple
11: duties, multiple <laughs> duties, which is fine. I don't care. But thanks for having us. Thanks for the coverage. We appreciate it.
1: Brad Forrest, the athletic director from right here in uh, for Windsor. And it is halftime, and we're getting ready to march it off. About two minutes uh, or so, we're going to be uh, getting things going. We're going to take a two-minute timeout. You are listening to High School Football Action on 95.3 KDKD.
5: T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H.
7: Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor we <laughs> At Merrifield Pharmacy, you are more than just a prescription, you are family. Located at the heart of Windsor, right across the street from the Golden Valley Medical Clinic, Merrifield Pharmacy is a full-service pharmacy offering prescriptions, vaccinations, and a full line of vitamins. With delivery and mail order available, it's never been easier to stay on top of your health needs. Locally owned and family operated, Merrifield Pharmacy is there for you. Transfer your prescriptions today by calling 660-647-2134. Merrifield Pharmacy, your hometown pharmacy with a world-class service.
6: Every farmer needs a co-op they can count on as a key to their operation. Windsor Farmers Co-op is the place to go if you want quality products and quality service. They want to help you with all your feed, chemical, seed, and farm supplies. Their friendly faces and hometown service definitely make them the choice of your neighbors. Located at 500 West Jackson in Windsor, they encourage you to stop in and check out the quality products and services for yourself. Give them a call at 660-647-2117.
3: Rick's Tire Services, located in Windsor, offers a variety of maintenance services to keep your vehicle safe on the road. Rick's Tire Services is the definition of hometown hospitality. With affordable prices and trusted mechanics, they have all your tire needs covered, from patches to new tires and even alignments. For other mechanic needs, stop by for a diagnostic assessment from the Honest Team at Rick's Tire Service. They are open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 8 to noon. Give Rick and his team a call at 660-647-2663. Back here at Cardinal Stadium as we kick off the second
2: half, and there goes JJ Hall. He's gonna run it back for an eighty yard touchdown on the opening kick. Yeah, JJ to the house. That didn't take long, folks. (laughs) Caught it to ten, I believe, and right around the right side, had a couple nice blocks for him over on the edge as well by Terry and Hess. And he takes it the distance.
1: You know, Spencer, great coverage coming down by the uh, marksman, and uh, they just hit a couple key blocks for the uh, Greyhounds and into the end zone, J.J. Hall, tremendous speed.
2: So J.J. Hall on the board, his first touchdown of the night. Somebody other than a a witherspoon, of course, we had it, Craig. Craig scored the passing touchdown late in the second quarter. Now we get a kickoff return for a touchdown. For Windsor to start the second half. So the Greyhounds are firing on all cylinders okay. as the extra point here is good as they decide to kick the field goal, and it is good from Cole Hess. So forty three to nothing. Windsor right out of the gate here in the second half. Adds to the lead. Ten fifty-seven to go here in half number two. We'll take it back four sixty kick when we come back after this.
5: The Henry County Library and Lenora Blackmore Branch are open to the public for a wide variety of library services, from free notary services to a passport agent and even a book express service to help those who are homebound get reading materials. They are even expanding over the Missouri Evergreen Program, providing patrons with access to over 3 million items statewide. Children can even get in on the fun. Storytime is offered at the Henry County Library on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 a.m. and at the Lenora Blackmore Branch on Fridays at 10.30 a.m. beginning September 3rd. Follow the Henry County Library on Facebook for other great programs
2: Everybody thinks it's best to be the biggest so they try to all the
1: rest. Are all banks the same not on your life Banks are as different as the people who work in them They're just a small town community bank Their approach to banking is an emphasis on professional but small town friendly service Sherwood Community Bank member FDIC
3: Which is the small town community bank but we're big.
2: Back here at Cardinal Stadium as the Greyhounds kick it away after getting a touchdown on a kick return to start the half. And here's a return of about 20 up over the 30 to the 32 for Sherwood as the return there by Mason Leskoff. And the marksmen will start at their own 36. So it didn't take long, Doug. Right out of the gate, more points. The points are coming in bunches. I've ran out of room on my score sheet now, so I'm going to have to uh, get some more room. So J.J. Hall, 80-yard kick return. by yeah. the
1: uh, special teams yep. to uh, get, their, get their mark on this game.
2: Yeah, and we were talking about that in the first half, about yeah. how the special teams play for Windsor. They kind of get overlooked, but they have shown they can make an impact in the game as well. So Sherwood, first drive of the second half, and they'll go on the ground. Here's Doll, Nice hole for him over the left side to the 40, up to the 45. Oh, oh. ball ball comes out, but he was down. Nope, nope, they said he's down. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they ruled him down, so he'll be short of the first down, but it will be a gain of about eight on the play.
1: Great play by uh, Dahl. Dahl ran that side, and he cut that up, but uh, he hit the ground, and that ball coughed loose. And uh, they they determined he was down. But
2: Dahl has 20 carries in the game. I mean, he is touching the ball every time pretty much for Sherwood on offense in this one. So 9.30 to go here in the third quarter. It will be second down and a yard for Sherwood. And they'll have a wide receiver split out wide right, Chulkin. Going to motion him across the formation. Hand off here to Dahl up the middle, and he's going to pound his way. Actually, check that. That'll be Gage on the carry. Morgan Gage carries for the first down out to midfield. Gain of 12.
1: little misdirection against the uh, Windsor Greyhounds this time. as It looked like he was going to hand it off to uh, Dahl once again. Gage comes through, grabs the ball, goes around the end, gets that first down.
2: That'll move the sticks into Windsor Territory just across midfield at the 49. So did you talk to Brad about next week they are planning on planning on, being planning home. on at home if they can? I didn't hear that part of it. So that uh, will be good to be back at David Powell Memorial Field for sure. First and 10 from the 49. Back to pass. Mullen dumps it off in the flat, and it goes off the hands of Gage. Well, he was coming free there off the edge. Had him open, but just in and out of the – Bread basket.
1: Well, and you had a defender coming, and I mean coming hard uh, for the Greyhounds. That was number six of uh, Caleb Eaton, and uh, he had just about hit the quarterback about uh, the time he released that.
2: Brings up second down, 10 to go at the 49. are Going to send two wide receivers out to the right side. Shotgun set with Dahl in the backfield with Mullen. Mullen takes the snap, little pitch off to the right, back to Dole, trying to turn a corner and gets the edge, breaks a tackle at the 45 to the 40. Oh, and he's dragging two Windsor defenders with him all the way to the 30. Hall and Roberts hopped on for the ride there. A nice run by Dole.
1: Well, Dole, a name at Sherwood uh, in football that has been known really well. I bet, yeah. uh, Man, I'll tell you what, uh, he's carrying on the tradition here
2: tonight. Yeah, nice little run there of uh, about 20, so that takes it to the Windsor 31. It'll be first and 10 for the Marchman. So this is really their first good drive since early in that first quarter here. I'm going to have Twins to the left side out of the shotgun. Mullins hands off to Dahl over left tackle and gets hit. Got out of one, but gets hit right at the maybe. 29.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe one.
2: Got out of that first tackle from Terry but then it didn't get much more after that. So gain of the yard makes it second down and nine to go. You Excuse know, me, eight. They gave him two. It
1: amazes me what the marksman can do. It looks like the Greyhounds know what's coming, who's going to carry it, where they're going to go, but they they still find a great block or a hole, and he finds a way through.
2: Yeah, the gang tackling for Windsor has been very good all year, and, and that's the thing. If you have a guy, first guy misses, there's going to be a couple guys there to clean it up. So out of the – pocket here passing is Mullen. it is caught by gauge but he fumbles the ball and i think he was not down on that so that's a live ball as they scramble for it down at the 15 and haven't had a signal yet windsor says they recovered it officials have not made a clean signal as of yet that ball clearly looked like it was out
1: yeah but it looked like the ground actually made the uh, fumble not the uh, defender
2: yeah, yeah. so they did say that ball. looked like his elbow came elbow, down, yeah. and he
1: had hit, and then that's what jarred the ball loose.
2: Came down at the 20, so he actually kind of fumbled the ball forward a little bit, and it'll be a first down. So the marksman right on the edge of the red zone here with 5.55 left in the third quarter. Mullins takes the snap, handoff left side. Doll cuts it back against the grain, and a nice wow. gain over the 15 down to about the 10, up near another first down.
1: Again, they are just picking through uh, the defense of the Greyhounds and going through. And I, this, Dan Dahl's doing an awesome job.
2: Yeah, very good drive here for Sherwood after Windsor ran the opening kickback here to start the second half. 80 yards by J.J. Hall. Be second down, three to go at the 13 for Sherwood on the Windsor red zone. And this is where you really got to get a touchdown if you sure would get some confidence back the handoff up the middle there goes gage and he's across the 10 down to the five and pile still moving and they're going to move him down about the six and a half i think it's going to be another first down though so now well, here first we to go goal to go
1: here we go again spence this is where they were at the last time and um, the defense of the winds are just toughened up and uh, we're going to see if they're going to do it again
2: First and goal at the five as Mullen takes the snap flag, flies off the left side from the line judge. It'll be a false start on Sherwood.
1: Man, that cost him a touchdown because he had an open hole and he was going to waltz in the end zone.
2: Yeah, Coach Carney not happy there, and that's where you do not want those mistakes. You're right on the doorstep, and then, boom, you get hit with a penalty.
1: Carney just puts his hands in the air. What do you do? What do you
2: do? What do you do? It's tough. Of course, the winner of this game will move to the second round and get uh, the winner of the 3-5 game. It's Adrian and Midway, top-seeded Skyline, playing Crestridge tonight in the 1-8 game down at Skyline. So Skyline figures to win that one as the handoff to Dahl off the left side, and that goes nowhere as they stack him up right at the line of scrimmage.
1: We've been talking about Lane Dahl all night long. Dahl, a sophomore, Uh, so he got two more years, and I'm sure the opponents for Sherwood are not happy about that.
2: Second and goal from the eight. But boy, that penalty, that really changed things on this drive. That really gives Windsor more breathing room to operate. It's going to make it tougher for Sherwood to get this one in the end zone. Shotgun formation. Offset. Tailback to the right, right will be Gage. Back there as well in the backfield is Dull. He gets the handoff up the middle and gets hit initially at the line of scrimmage and driven back. Nothing going as Mankini finishes and him off. And the 57... The initial tackle, nice play there on the initial surge for Terry. That Windsor defensive line stiffened up, and that's the thing. You give them a break like that on that penalty, it's going to give them more confidence, and now the marksman in a third down and goal back at the nine. Doug is feverishly looking at the bracket here. We're trying to get, see if we can't get maybe a couple scores from the other playoff action tonight if we can find one. Monroe City, the number one team in the state, coming into tonight. Hayti, the number two team. But they're on the other side of the bracket from Windsor this year as they hand it off left side. Dole stretches out. Nice effort as he tried to get to the pylon. It almost looked like from here he hit the football on the pylon, which by rule that usually is a touchdown. The pylon's knocked down out there, but they're going to rule him short. So I guess they said he went out of bounds before he hit the pylon with the ball, but that was close. Wow. Yeah, that usually is a touchdown. and you hit that pylon, but he really did a good job stretching the ball out. Good effort, almost got it in, but he is short by about a yard. So it'll be fourth and goal. Marksman will go for it. Coming up on two minutes left to go, running clock in play now. So this third quarter flying by as Mullen takes the snap, pitches it off to the right to Dole, weaves his way, and he is in for the touchdown. So the marksman on the board as they cap off the drive to make it forty-three to six. Uh,
1: was that uh, the twenty-seven? Yeah. Yeah, Lan- 27 uh, Lance. Dull. Yeah.
2: So Dull, boy, He's been running hard all night and finally able to get himself in the end zone. And that good job for sure would really to overcome that penalty and get it in. So now we'll see if Coach Carney, if he wants to go for two on this. It appears they will. So Dole going to line up in the backfield, split wideouts this time, gauge the wideout to the left. They're going to put him in motion from left to right, fake it to him, back to pass, oh. Mullen trying to get it to Dole out of the backfield, in and out of his hands, and, man, he probably would have scored on that. Ball was a little bit underthrown. Dole had to reach back to get it and couldn't secure it. So two-pointer no good, keeps it at 43-6. to The defending state champs comfortably out in front here late in the third with a minute 14 to go. We'll take a 60-second break. Back with the kickoff right after this on KDKD.
4: It's hard to believe, in less than 65 days, it's already Christmas. Do you have all your shopping finished? Well, if not, be sure to mark your calendars for Saturday, November 6th for Christmas on the Farm. Bring the whole family out to enjoy kettle corn, handcrafted items, food trucks, and lots of shopping. Plenty of kids' activities with a visit from Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Free admission, free parking located at 377 Northeast 500 Road in Calhoun. Find out more at facebook.com slash rusticbridges.
8: Windsor Furniture Company is the can-do organization. That's been our motto since day one. We can help you find whatever you're looking for, for the living room, dining room, or bedroom, or any other room, including mattresses. We don't stop with mattresses. We have appliances, dishwashers, refrigerators, and more. Everything your home may need, and it's all at a low price. Windsor Furniture Company, located on North Main Street in Windsor. We're worth the job.
2: We are back here at Cardinal Stadium here on a cool, crisp oh. evening as they go with the onside kick and the ball is loose and that should be Sherwood ball. It hit a Windsor player right at midfield, which that should have been the 10-yard mark, but no, they're going to say Windsor recovered the. Oh, wait a minute here. The official coming in, the line judge, he's going to confer. One official pointed Windsor ball. The other official, he's going to come in for an explanation. Well, I'm
1: wondering if they're thinking because it didn't go ten
2: yards. Well, but see, I almost I almost thought it did because I think it I really thought it got to the fi- oh yeah and they just gave it to Sherwood so yeah, they that's re- what I was gonna say it yeah. should be Sherwood ball yeah but they uh, yeah I thought it went ten because it got to midfield but the officials were gonna give Windsor the ball and then they got overruled the other two officials came in and uh, give Sherwood the ball which I think was the right call I mean yeah, it, it yeah. really did look like it went ten and clearly hit the Windsor player. So the marksman, boy, Coach Carney, he's pulling out all the stops here and going to get his offense back on the field. As out of the shotgun, they toss, sweep it right side to Dole. Now he's wow. going to throw a halfback pass, oh. and he overshoots a open receiver. Man, he had the 25 downfield of Mason Leskoff. Too much on the throw, though.
1: That is probably going to be the last play yeah. in the third quarter.
2: Third quarter rolls out. With the running clock, and it's 43 to 6 after three. Windsor on top. We'll go to the final quarter. When we come back, we'll be back at 60 right after this.
5: T.H. Rogers Lumber Company, located at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor, has all your handyman needs covered. They are more than just lumber. They carry a wide variety of tools, hardware, paints, plumbing, heating, cooling, electrical, and even supplies for the farm. T.H. Rogers Lumber Company even carries a full line of vinyl siding, windows, and metal roofing. No matter what your project entails, T.H. Rogers Lumber promises to provide quality materials at a competitive price. Complete your project today by stopping by your local T.H. Rogers Lumber Company store at 114 East Benton Street in Windsor.
6: At the Boys Car Care Center, located in Windsor, Doug and his crew have the expertise to keep your car running smoothly. Whether it's a repair, general maintenance, or a check engine light that popped up, you can always turn to the Boys. With both the Boys Car Care Center and the Boys downtown, their mechanics will have you back on the road in no time. We're rooting for the Boys from the Boys Car Care Center. Go Greyhounds!
1: And welcome back to Clinton High School. It is in the Greyhounds, 43, and the Marksman, 6. And this is round one of District 4 playoffs in Missouri, class one. And now we're getting ready to get underway. It is the Marksman ball as they are going to go left to right, or right to left, excuse me, uh, as we face it. They are dressed in white, and black pants, black helmet. It is your Greyhounds. They are in the gold pants, black uh, shirts, and black hats.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what that was all about, Doug. They just they made Peyton Witherspoon go off the field, so I don't know if that was an equipment issue, but or what the issue was. But they they told him he just had to to get off.
1: And it is Mankey meeting the 27 of Lane Doll, and uh, oh man, he's not gonna move him.
2: <laughs> he's not gonna move him. I mean, Marshall's just unblockable. I mean, he man, is very, man, very tough.
1: Man, Kitty heading back to the uh, sideline. <laughs> he did his job. He lost a three wow. on that. It is going to be third down and uh, 13 for the Marksman yeah, from Windsor, the 45-yard Win- line. Windsor has
2: Sharif Benson in the game. We haven't seen him a lot this year for the Peyton Witherspoon, so I don't know what the deal was over there with Peyton. He's animated on the sideline talking with Coach Vensel.
1: Here comes the 27. That is Dahl Dahl still on his feet into uh, Greyhound territory. Across going to be down at about the 35-yard line. A great run by the marksman. And Lane Dahl doing a tremendous job tonight.
2: Of course, I guess uh, Windsor does have mostly JV out there, so that may be – Maybe the official said you have to put your JV in, so he told Peyton he needed to be off. But there's a couple other guys out there. I mean, Hall has been out with the first team. He's still out there. Roberts has been out there a little bit, but it is mostly JVD right now.
1: Well, it's good to give those guys a little bit of uh, action, too, so they understand what's coming. It is under center, and Morgan Gage, Gage with the ball. And he loses the handle. It's going to go to the, the Greyhounds. The 52 on the recovery. That is Cohes.
2: Yeah, arm or knee, definitely not down on that one. That, yeah. was, that was a no-doubter. Gage has fumbled a couple times and had been lucky to recover, but that time not able to recover, and he is still down. He appears to be injured. So it's going to be Windsor ball at the 30. We'll have an injury timeout.
1: Gage staying there, and uh, we're going to take a 30-second timeout. Your list of high school football action on KDKD. Gary's Towing, we go the extra mile with a helpful smile.
9: At Gary's Towing, we know all about the importance of family. Hi, this is Amanda with Gary's Towing, and I just wanted to let you know that you're not just another service call. You are a family, and we are dedicated to getting you taken care of quickly and safely. We are locally owned and family operated. Whether it's day or night, Gary's Towing is available 24-7 to help you get back on the road. Remember, for affordable towing, give us a call at 885-HELP. That's 885-4357.
1: And welcome back to Clinton. A injury timeout here tonight as we get ready to go. Hey, don't forget, you know, it's Halloween, and one of the things that we uh, enjoy the most, and that is Scare Fair. That is Halloween night right here at ninety-five point three KD KD.
2: You hey. were dressed up in an official costume today. Did I, <laughs> did I not see that? I mean, that was you talk about scary now. Hey man,
1: that was definitely scary. I oh, didn't have the striped man. shirt. Man. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I, yeah, I shared that with you and Clay Radford. So.
2: Yeah, that. Uh, and, uh, I-, I don't know like that I'd gonna... turn you loose out on the field, nah, regular games, boy. That'd be that'd be very scary for the players as well.
1: Well, I don't think I can keep up with them either. <laughs> I think I can keep up with Gage right now because he is coming off. Looks like it is an ankle.
2: Yeah, hopefully he's all right and he's coming off with the help of his teammates. But uh, yeah, you hate to see that because Gage has had a couple plays tonight. He's made a couple nice catches, yes. but uh, unfortunately comes off uh, with the injury. So first down, ten for Windsor.
1: It is Windsor with the ball, hands off. It's Dylan Dalton, Witherspoon with the ball, comes up and across in the midfield or across the line, gets a gain of about two.
2: Yeah, and Windsor staying with the first-team offense here. It looks like pretty much everybody's still out right now, but uh, not in any hurry at this point, obviously, in the game.
1: And it's second down, call it eight for the Greyhounds. In their own territory, here comes the rush coming along, Peyton Witherspoon. He coughs up the ball. He's going to give it up. It looks like it's going to be a Marksman ball. We're waiting for the indication as they go this time. And it is, indication is, it's going to the Marksman.
2: Yeah, Peyton just had it pop loose, and that's where, you know, you got to secure the football. That's where Coach Vincel not going to like to see that loose with the ball, even though you're well ahead and going to win the game. But that's uh, just lack of focus a little bit. And Sherwood, good aggressiveness, going after the football, still playing hard. And that's exactly what we talked about at halftime, Doug. Coach Carney said, look, we still want to see effort. And that's the effort he likes right there.
1: Looks like the senior, Tyler Burgess, come up with the uh, recovery on that. It's going to be first and ten for the marksmen. They are in Greyhound territory at about the 37-yard line. Snap is away. It's going to be Dahl, Dahl with the ball. He is still breaking Ankles, and he's breaking uh, tackles as he gets up to about the 30-yard line. He's going to be close to the first first down.
2: Adol uh, has good balance. I mean, he he does Man. a really good job running the ball. He's got good pad level and got off a couple tackles that time. So, uh, would you know, just for their confidence sake, you got a shot at another touchdown.
1: 8.20 left to play in this fourth quarter. Still running clock, but the uh, marksman, if they can score, will shut that down. It is the quarterback. Mullins in the shotgun, looks in, takes a snap, hands off, Ooh. second man through, and he is taken down at the ankles. That is the 21 of Logan Farrell.
2: Yeah, it was a great play by Terry to blow that play up, and, and Lane's fortunate he got that ball secured because that was a, almost a fumble on the exchange because Terry got through there so fast yeah. that he was almost in between the handoff uh, and the tailback, which was dull on that play, and just literally... Almost came right in between him, took the ball out.
1: It is going to be third down. We're going to call it six for the marksman. Man in motion coming across. Now it is the quarterback looking, and he just gets rid of the ball. <laughs> he had some tremendous pressure uh, to look into.
2: Yeah, that was trying to do the throwback screen there. You roll out right, throw it back to the tailback, leaking out of the backfield, and the timing was thrown off because of that pressure. Up front by the Windsor defensive line, and that time I think it was uh, Coleman Fowler getting across to throw off the timing.
1: Just under seven minutes left to play in this ball game. It's fourth down. Marksmen are going to give it a shot here. Fourth down. Call it seven, uh, long or short seven, and a timeout is being called. Looks like it's going to be charged to the marksmen. And we'll leave it right here. And we'll give Clay back in studio a little bit of a rest here. Uh, we were talking about uh, state championships and so forth. We talked, uh, looked at Class One, Monroe City number one, Windsor is number two in the state in rankings, and depends on which one you look at yeah. too.
2: Sure, yeah, the, the polls are—I I don't know—I kind of think they're meaningless, really, in high school football. I mean, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, look what happened last year. I mean, everybody thought yeah. Mid Buck would—you know—they were crowning them the state champions before the playoffs, so. You take that with a grain of salt, but I think the northern teams, as we've seen the last couple of years, are pretty strong just because you got, you know, uh, Monroe, mid buck back in the mix. You know, Thayer's in the mix. Haytie is back in the mix, too. Yep. You know, Haytie had been down for a few years, uh, but, you know, there, there's good teams in, in all areas of the state. Certainly, that's typically how it is for all classes, but in particularly class one, uh, it's been more the northern schools. Uh, but that may change a little bit. You know, that, that may change these next couple years.
1: Uh, hey, don't forget to follow us on MyKDKD.com. If you can't listen to the ball game live, you can listen on MyKDKD.com, even if you are out and about. Snap is away, and off the fingertips. They were going downfield for the pass, and it was tipped at the line by Windsor, and they're going to turn it over. It's going to be first and ten for the Greyhounds.
2: Yeah, I think Coleman Fowler... Got a hand on that, so two really good plays by Coleman on that drive, uh, blowing the play up in the backfield and then getting that big paw up and knocking it down.
1: Hey, Kansas City football fans! Kansas City Chiefs play on Rock 104.9, your Truman Lake's home for the Chiefs football every Monday. Tune in at 6 p.m. for the Chiefs Kingdom to hear from Andy Reid, key players from last week's game. Of course, they're be playing Monday night this this time. Kansas City Chiefs play on Rock 104.9. Hand off. It is the 30. No, it is the four of Seth Roberts. Roberts with the ball. He went a long ways to get back to the line.
2: Yeah, a lot of running that time. and good surge, though, for Sherwood to get through. Harris on the initial play for Sherwood to get the tackle.
1: Going to bring up second down and nine for the Greyhounds. It is the three of Dylan Witherspoon in the backfield. He looks in. Takes the snap now. It is going to be Peyton. Peyton Witherspoon, the 21, with the ball. Brings it across. Across the 40, the 50. He is still on his feet, 40. Driven out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. Great run by Peyton Witherspoon, the 21, here tonight.
2: That looked like the first touchdown run he had of the night. Exactly what I was thinking. Right around the left side, boy. It's just off to the races. Uh, nobody's going to get him. But you know, just the amount of speed this Windsor team has on the field is just scary. I mean, defenses have to watch this team on film and think, man, this is you know, going to be a track meet kind of thing, and they uh, have had a tough time. Peyton's had a good ball game tonight running the ball. He's had a few more carries than we're accustomed to seeing. He had that 50-yard run on the first drive and almost broke one right there.
1: It is first and ten for the Greyhounds. Handoff this time, Seth Roberts. Roberts with the ball. He's got a hole across the ten, five. Oh, he got to the five-yard line, driven
2: out of bounds.
1: But a great job by
2: Roberts. Yeah, Roberts almost in the end zone to pay dirt. And uh, that's full steam ahead, off-left tackle. I mean, I love the way they blocked that play. Fowler gets the block to spring that to the edge, and Really good job by Windsor's O-line. They've played really well all night. Uh, The protection has been good for Dylan, But it feels like tonight, Doug, they've run the ball a lot more. I mean, it's been on the ground mostly tonight. It's been more of a run-heavy game. You know, three of the touchdowns have been on the ground. So uh, that's just the way it's gone
1: tonight. They need to get this play off with two seconds left on the clock, and they do get it off and hands it to, I believe, Roberts once again as he gets up and uh, in across the 10. Seth Roberts, one of the individuals you're really high on on these Windsor Greyhounds. Yeah, I think
2: Seth, a couple years, you know, still left for him, and he's going to be a factor on both sides of the ball. He's got the ability to play, I think, at that outside linebacker spot on defense, good running back, you know, solid player. So I think he is going to be able to feed off this experience, and he's watched, you know, one of the best running backs you can watch. Uh, back there with Dalton Witherspoon.
1: It is Seth
2: Roberts once again
1: with the ball, finds a big hole in that A-gap, and the line trying to push him. He's going to be close to a first down, and he does. He's got the first down, but it's going to be first down, goal to go for the Greyhounds. I think, honestly, Coach Vintzel's trying not to score and run the score up a little bit. But it is first and ten. They're going to mark it on the three-yard line. Roberts with a great run here tonight. 2.30 left to play in the ball game. And as we were talking earlier, don't forget uh, MyKDKD.com is Missouri Broadcaster Association. Best local website for two years in a row. And you'll find all of the information you need from right here in Clinton. On my KDKD, including a touchdown by Seth Roberts. Four, Seth Robert. And a three-yard run by Roberts makes it 49-6 to six in favor of the Greyhounds. Two minutes left to play in the ballgame. And Spencer, I mean, my key is going to be who are they going to play next week.
2: Yeah, and again, right back at the average, basically, you know, they're averaging 46 a night. Uh, you know, last week they were held under that up at St. Michael, but it's back to business tonight, and I think we both expect to answer your question would be Adrian. I think that figures to be who's going to come out of that next week, and uh, a good way to cap it off there, Seth Roberts, good strong run.
1: Well, you and I were talking earlier, and uh, we had discussed the fact that uh, I think that the – District championship is going to come between Adrian and and these Windsor Greyhounds. So you're going to go out
2: on a limb and say top-seeded Skyline potentially goes down is what you're trying to say I, in, in the know, second round.
1: I'm and that's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm I'm kind of seeing that. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see.
2: You're right. Yeah, and and I think we both feel like Lincoln will probably be that matchup for Skyline yeah. in their second round game. You know, assuming Skyline wins tonight, which you got to figure they will. Uh, you know, that's a one-eight game with them down there against Crestridge. Ridge. But, you know, lincoln camp that's the other game. That's the 4-5 matchup, I believe. And they're old rivals, as you know, uh, the Benton County Cup over there. Uh, they're about uh, 15 miles, if that, apart from each other. So that will be probably a close game. But you figure Lincoln wins that one and then goes to Skyline next week for maybe the upset of the century. We'll see.
1: Kick is up. Kick is good. It makes it 52-6. Uh, we'll leave it right here. So, uh, yeah, that's what we were talking about um in in that case of course you are listening to high school football action on 95.3 kdkd KD clinton missouri a radford communication station and uh doug neff spencer edwards clay radford back in studio and we're glad to have him along big daddy back there doing a fine job but man um yeah so then now we get the opportunity to look at districts in the next round um yeah i, I think a tough adrian team now Cass midway um in years gone by, has been a tremendous team. State championships and so forth coming out of Cass Midway, just not the team that they have been. And they, teams go through that. But, uh, man, I, I really believe it's going to be Adrian taking home that victory. We will find out. But next week uh, it's going to be Windsor, and they're going to have their hands full, I do believe.
2: Yeah, it'll be a game you can't take lightly. I mean, once you get to the playoffs, that you just can't do that at all. It doesn't matter who it is. So uh, I think Coach Vince will be ready to go. It's a team you've been pretty familiar with. Uh, Over the years, a team in West Central Missouri that has had some success and has playoff experience. I remember when Adrian went and played Lincoln a couple years ago, uh, Kevin LeFevre's team over there at Lincoln, uh, and played him tough for a half. And that was a really good Lincoln team. So Adrian's one of those schools. They have experience in playoff football.
1: Kickoff is away. It is the five of uh, Gunnar Morse, or Connor Morse. Morse with the ball comes up and brings it to about the 35, 36-yard line. And once again, we'd like to thank uh, two sponsors stepping up, uh, new sponsors stepping up, and they did a tremendous job, and that was Sherwood Community Bank and the uh, Christmas on the farm. And those folks uh, do a tremendous job. Check it all out, Saturday, November 6th. Uh, special guest, Mr. and Mrs. Claus is going to be in the house. So a uh, lineman jumping, and that is going to be a penalty. I think that's going to go against the uh, marksman. One minute left to play in this. While we get the opportunity, don't forget our great sponsors for the Windsor Greyhounds, Central Missouri Community Credit Union for all your banking needs, Gary's Towing, and Henry County Library, T.H. Rogers Lumber, Jams Creation and Boutique. Also, it is State Farm and Greg Fecton Insurance Agent, Windsor Furniture Company. Don't forget the great folks with Maryfield Pharmacy for all your uh, pharmacy needs, The Boys Car Care. So if your car needs a little help, go down and see the the boys in car care. Windsor Farmers Co-op. And, of course, uh, Rick's Tire passes away incomplete down the field by the marksman. That's going to probably do it. Rick's Tire Christmas on the farm. Sherwood Community Inc. Hey, and don't forget the great folks with Windsor Livestock Auction. That's right. Check it all out. Noble, if you need check it all out you think you need to do it on site or on the farm that is windsor livestock auction they do a tremendous job and they will take it home for you right there so check it all out windsor livestock auction as the clock marks down here tonight spencer well now we get to find out who the uh greyhounds are going to be playing next week
2: yeah i think we're headed back to david powell memorial field and we know that for sure and uh, probably going to see the adrian blackhawks come in here tonight but or tomorrow, next Friday, I should say. But, yeah, this game tonight, domination. It was over early, uh, as expected. And Windsor tonight, four rushing touchdowns. Each Witherspoon had a touchdown tonight. J.J. Hall with a 80-yard kickoff return for a touchdown as well. And then Parker Craig, the passing touchdown reception of 20 yards. So, Windsor, three touchdowns in the first quarter, two in the second, one in the third, and one in the fourth. Well,
1: you know, and the thing is, um, I'm not going to be able to join you next week, uh, so you're going to have a special guest in here taking my spot, and I hope you'll give it back to me when I come back. <laughs>
2: well, I hope the Windsor fans don't get angry. We'll have a, a former enemy coming in, Kevin LeFevre. Uh, no, he, he's a great coach, great guy, so we'll, we'll promise he won't say too many bad things about the Windsor <laughs> players, uh, but he, of course, used to coach against Windsor for years over at Lincoln. Now, of course, the head coach over here at Clinton, so, so yeah, he'll he'll be on with me I think the next two weeks.
1: Well, it's going to be a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of action. Looking forward to it. Round number two on the district play. It will be your Greyhounds going on. Marksman going home, but, man, they got to hold their head up high as Paul Carney's team did a tremendous job here tonight.
2: Yeah, Paul's team played hard as they normally do. Uh, We saw them get a couple uh, plays there that almost led to touchdowns. You know, they did get one on the board there late. Uh, But, you know, just – too much i mean just too much with windsor too much speed too many athletes and but you know sherwoods they're going to fight for next year and they're going to try to build their program up
1: well great job here 43 to 6 your final score correct no 50 to 6 excuse me yeah 50 to 6 your final score from right here folks it's been a great job thank you very much to clayton in the studio for um Making a sound really good here at at uh, Clinton High School. And, uh, of course, uh, Spencer Edwards and myself, Doug Neff, on the call. Folks, it's been a great time. Have a happy Halloween. Don't forget Scarefair uh, going to be on the air Halloween night. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. Check it out here on 95.3 KDKD.